listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, hardly home but always rapping. You hardly on it, always second. When I'm awake, you always resting. And when they call you to answer, you a hardly question. I, I'm doing classic shit in all my sessions. Other niggas' situations, they are all depressing. That's why I never follow y'all suggestions. I just always did my own thing. Now I run the game. You stupid motherfuckers. I see all this money through my Ohio State Buckeyes. Shit been going good, but good could turn to better. Cause you the type of loser, and I'm about to get her. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You can run and tell your friends that I'm on. shot you my ties like sinatra peruvians try to do me in i ain't paid them yet trying to push 700s they ain't made them yet rolex and bracelets is frostbit um <laughs> rings too niggas riding away call me igloo sticks who motherfucker i thought he said bitches and then nah don't worry about it <laughs> hey <laughs> hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and Gary. and we're in the house uh no will today nope um, but we do have the next best thing. I mean, if you got to settle for somebody being mad late and just talking downstairs in the lobby, <laughs> holding us up on the live show, when we try to look professional and shit, it's my man Justin. Say what's up to everybody. Justin. What's up, everybody? You know who it is. Rhyme over a reason up in this house. <laughs> With all his demands. See, at the, at the oh. last show, you see, he, he, put, he went on Twitter and put a list of like 12 demands. Oh, I got some more. I just ain't had time to tweet them out today. Oh, okay. I, I, got, I got some more demands. Well, I like to be informed, you know. I got some more demands. I like yeah. to be informed of what I'm not going to do. So. <laughs> I don't negotiate with terrorists. You know, all unreasonably, all unreasonable demands, too. All yeah. experience. I can imagine, yeah. When it comes to working for this show, I'm like a Republican. <laughs> I break no the union. to everything. I, no. will, I will break the oh, union. You're stirring me out No benefits. Huh. You my boy. Now nope. sit down and burn. <laughs> this is my plantation. I run shit up in this bitch. I'm David Stern. <laughs> um, obviously you don't have the mental capacity to understand these contracts, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I don't see what's so controversial about saying that. Well, you know, I'm not your son. Okay? That's first. Don't talk to me like I'm a boy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting my hand on your shoulder. 
I know you know where the body's at. Stern is the grimiest talking Jewish dude in the game right now. You know, the one thing, I know you got your intros. But yeah, go ahead. The, but the one thing they always saying about him, Stern had never done anything to seem like that type of guy to be racist yeah. or prejudiced or anything like that. And I was thinking, maybe he's a smart racist. Like, yeah. how, like, like how many times have you really ever sat with somebody, one of your black friends, and he constantly always just berates another race. But when he's around them, he's always sociable, friendly. He never says anything. So you think he races in private, possibly? I'm saying it's a possibility. I'm saying just because he hadn't outright said something. First of all, I will say it is possible for anyone to be racist, obviously. Yeah. Yes. We don't know everybody 100%. I didn't know Cam was racist until we started this show. <laughs> I'm true, not true. racist. Next thing you know, it's just all kinds of racial stuff is coming out. <laughs> um, but the other thing, too, man, I don't believe he's racist. Because just because... He don't, I don't think he could do the job that he does and be racist. Like, I don't know how anybody would even choose that field or be able to manage a league full of niggas. The most niggas in all sports, by the way. Not just... Not just yeah, percentage-wise. Yeah, yeah, the most of all sports work closely with, you know, these other dudes that are black that have been former players and be this, like, it just be straight-up racist. Like, um, my issue with David Stern is... Because I actually think David Stern's a pretty good commissioner. He can help grow the game. He, he marketed the game um, in a way at the time where, in hindsight, we're like, oh, that's crazy. But, but no, at the time, he brought the NBA from the brink of fucking bankruptcy and shit. But um, my problem with him is that I think he caters to races. Yes. You know what I mean? Like It's yes. like uh, if it's like how uh, Pat Buchanan can have a job on MSNBC or CNC or CNN or something. And you like, I don't feel like the people on the show with him are racist, but they letting this racist motherfucker have his say. Yeah, have, and I, I feel some type of way about and they're that. They're not checking it. And, yeah. and not correcting him. And I think my thing is that a lot of the people that are racist don't like the NBA or whatever sport because they're too black. And they don't have the balls to say, I just don't like all these niggas in my favorite thing that I love. So the commissioner does cater to them because some of the rules and regulations that he put in place were shit that they complained about, but you're never going to get them back. Well, see, I I really do think even racists still like the sport. The same way they like to see us entertain them when they actually did have slaves to kill him. Black people was their entertainment for the racists. See, I don't think that. Specifically about the NBA. Other sports, I think, I think so. Yeah. NBA lets you have too much freedom, personality, and be yourself too much. Like, just putting a fucking... Uh, Argyle sweater on LeBron is not going to change the fact that people hate to see a black man like that make a decision that and, and just captivate the world with his decision. Like, I'm going to stop the earth on his axis and y'all going to all turn on the TV and see what the fuck I want to do. That type of power is not wielded in any other league. And there's something about that that leads to people. Like, let's look at Bob Ryan for the last, like, month and a half. Every time he goes on TV talks about why the players are wrong in this because they're entitled they're the most spoiled players in, and they need to understand that it's killing the league and it's really like one of those like but um bob you work in a dying industry in the newspaper are you giving some money back because no y'all you know last i mean the boston globe can't be doing that good and what's the circulation <laughs> no. like and so it's, man Plasky. yeah but it's straight up and Plasky's a lame but it, it's just straight up because uh this is the only league with prominent voices from their black players that don't hide behind helmets, that that yeah, that, that sells you behind shields. Yeah, they can go out and sell you some shoes. 
They can fucking go talk to your kids. They can, you know, like, they're their own brand at the end of the day, and the motherfuckers don't like that. And I don't think the kind of person that's racist about black people, they hate the NBA. And you can tell because you'll listen to them all. Well, now it's a bunch of thugs. I used to like it when Jordan was here. And you're just like, yeah, you probably just don't fucking like the NBA. Yeah, yes. I guarantee you. And I'm you, cool with that. I guarantee you when Jordan was around, they probably didn't like Well, they had other options. Right. They had all white teams. They could look yeah, at well, the yeah, They yeah, could look yes. at the Pacers. Jordan, I, I would say Jordan's uh, maybe 96 run was probably the last, like three or four years around there. That's probably the last time we really had major white role players on uh, winning contending teams and shit like yeah. that. But, I mean, even still, I really think a lot of people are just fascinated by Jordan. And that's how Stern marketed it. Marketed, you know, the league. And it worked at the time. It worked. And he tried to keep it edgy and hip uh, and hip-hop and all this shit with the players. Keep up with them. And all that shit worked for the time being. And then Jordan retired and it was like, who let these niggas in here? Well, see, and motherfuckers just left. <laughs> well, see, I feel like, too, I still feel like they still watch, just like, like I said, they like to look at this as entertainment, entertainment, but they still marquee certain dominant white players. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can look for years, like, for, for years, Steve Nash, is, and you're like, yeah, he's a great point guard, he can pass. He'll play the fucking defense. Yeah. Or any of those other tangibles that. Well, he won two MVPs. Uh, off passing off of that. the ball. Uh, he's never won a championship, never played in the finals. Um, the thing about Steve Nash, the thing is, though, I don't think that's wrong to root for somebody because they're white. Because I know as a black person, you put a black quarterback out there, I'm like. Please don't fuck this up. Like, I would love to root for you. Yeah, I, I want, I want yeah. you to be my guy for now. Yeah, don't be an asshole, sir. Just play well and don't say shit and don't fuck this up. Now I got your back. Whatever you want to do, I got your back. So, um, and I think white people feel that too. But we try to make white people feel—not we, but people try to make white people, people feel the shame of having pride in like Dirk Nowitzki winning the finals MVP. And, and, like, and that's why, why I feel like, and I, but that's why I feel like racists still watch the sport. Yeah. Cause they'll still have their star guy that's on the team that could be that's white that they'll be like, well, I'm going to see him play. I'm well, I don't think him. like that's the problem. Like, um, I think some of them may casually watch for that kind of shit. Some, but the vast majority, I don't think so. Yeah, Cause those dudes lose too often. Like Dirk is the first white superstar, and they don't even like him. until Dirk won. He wasn't officially white. white. He yeah, was German, that's right. but yeah. now that he's won, he can, he's, he's white, white again. Yes, he and um, and and same thing with Nash. Like these dudes have been losing to these black dudes, and as you evidenced by that message board we went to a while back, they don't like to see these white dudes losing to black people under no circumstances. Yep. So I think the hardcore type of racist person just ain't fucking with the NBA. No, but they want the NASCAR. There's some, yeah, there's some fringe. <laughs> there's some, like there's some fringe racial elements, man, and there's some people that have racial issues that. Like the NBA, but they like all sports. But, um, you know, I often question people that say stuff like, well, college basketball, college in, in NCAA football is better than the pros. Oh, no. And and, I, and I'm and i like, but that the people in the pros are the best people from the college. So how would they suddenly, you take all the best, yes. put them on the court together. How could that be worse than college? You know, and it's just, and that's the kind of question that I have where I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. That just sounds like you don't like empowered motherfuckers and that can make their own decisions. Because what they always rebuttal is, well, they do it for the love of the game. Yeah, yeah. money isn't involved. Okay. Love got to do with talent. That yeah. ain't got nothing to do with shit. You don't want to. You feel like this, and this is how I feel about it. You don't show up at your job, and they're like, you know what? 
Um, we're gonna hold on to your money and give you a scholarship for the eight hours you work today. You're gonna be like, fuck that, pay me. <laughs> yeah, well, they just, I mean, there's a perception of like, well, they play harder. And I'm like, yeah, because they suck. Like, it's kind of like yeah. how, and you know, no offense to college athletes, but it's kind of like how Bruce Bowen made a living in the NBA from just fouling the shit out of motherfuckers <laughs> and being able to hit one set shot. His whole, like, he was like, this is the only way I can stick around. Well, college is full of that. It's full of motherfuckers that will not be able to entertain people playing basketball. Ever. So they just had to find some shit to do, like Jackie Manuel or something. And I'm only going to play Lockdown D. And it's like, that's cool, bro. That's cool. And you playing real hard. But that's because you ain't shit. You can't do this nowhere else. You can't go to the NBA and be a lockdown defender. Uh, you can't shoot. You can't go overseas and just bullshit. Like... Yeah, it's not entertaining. No one's gonna pay for that. That's right. So that's why college, to me, like, and I, and the thing is, I like watching college basketball. I'm just saying, when I hear stuff like, I love college, but I hate the NBA, I'm like, ooh, something happened with that power shift in your brain where you're like, yeah. now these motherfuckers making money. Fuck you. Yes, I, I think that's what it is. I really do think it's it's the money thing, and it's something about putting money in people's hands. And when you talk about the NBA, you talk about people that have voices. And everybody at their job want a voice. And for some reason, people think, well, you make that money. You need to sit down and shut up and just take your fucking... No, I can talk. Why? Because yeah, I can I, I, I think this convo was sparked by Brian Gumbel's comments uh, on, I think it's Real Sports on HBO, yeah. where he talked about David Stern being coming down like he's some type of plantation owner and telling his boys to do this, that, other. I just got to say, man, my nigga Brian Gumbel just be wanting to be down so bad. That's all he <laughs> That, and I'm not, I'm not begrudging him, but he's an extremist. He's like those extremists, like, you know, you have some people, like, that's Republican, and they black, so they get on that, black people picked on me when yes. I was a kid for reading and being smart, and now, fuck niggas, I'm over here with these white people. <laughs> yeah. Brian Gunn was like the opposite of that, where he's like, no, no, I'm black just because I talk like this. I can still spit some venom and vitriol about these white folks. And he's like, <laughs> like, calm down, Brian. You're going too hard. Yeah, this is he, not the time. Okay. He want to get the same love his brother gets. That's yeah. all it is. Because his brother still get love when he do the games. I wonder what they damn Thanksgiving is like. <laughs> <laughs> Brian come in like, oh, black ass, sell out, nigga. Great, great. Like, what are you talking about, Brian? Why are you... Oh, you acting like that. Stop looking at my woman's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brian, like, Brian Gumbel's woman probably like, Dark, natural hair, straight from Africa. You know what I mean? Like the darker the better. Yes, the sweet of the juice. He probably wear dashikis and shit to Thanksgiving. (laughs) Greg still show up in a three-piece suit. Still shining, hair got S-curl shit in it. Like, yeah, I I guarantee Brian militant in the motherfucker to make up for that. Make up for that that whole label of sellout. Because he got that shit unfairly, dude. Early, too. Early. They was like, look how that brother talks. He's not down. HBO. Yes. And that's the thing. You have to be cool to be on HBO. Right. Like, HBO don't fuck with people. He got on HBO as a meeting. Like, the Winter Olympics is bullshit. (laughs) Where the niggas at, son? Where we at? It look like a GOP out this bitch. Oh, man. Um... So you listen to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. You can find us all kinds of ways. You can go to theblackguywithtips.com. Um, and when you're there, you can do stuff like uh, vote in the poll. Mm-hmm. Leave comments. Uh, we have polls after each episode. You can actually leave comments on the actual episode if you want to. Um, but uh, you can also go to our store and buy stuff there. 
help support the show. You can donate to the show, and um, we really do appreciate the donations. Um, we do, guys. Making some big changes. I'm actually looking at a multi-mix 8 USB FX Alexis yeah, mixer yeah, right there. now. But we still need two mics, so y'all niggas please continue to donate. <laughs> yes. Because the mics are not going to buy themselves. No, um, but yeah, we appreciate that, man. Um, and you can do like one-time donations or recurring donations. Um, also, you can go to our Facebook page and like us. We appreciate the people that like us on Facebook. Um, definitely, um, you know, spreading the word, telling people. And we post different things there sometimes, pictures and different comments for you to talk about. Um, you can also go on iTunes, find us uh, by searching for the Black Guy with Tips. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. We yep. read every five-star review live on the air on our Saturday morning feedback shows. We do. Um, you can call the show Saturday mornings too, 704-557-0186. And you can email the show, theblackgowtips at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Twitter. All three of us in the room right now are on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in DAT. I'm Rodimus. All right. Um, now, of course, the official weapon of the show is the Taser. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball is true. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Will. <laughs> um, and today's podcast is sponsored. Best kind. The best kind of podcast. It's sponsored by the audio play Die On. D I E. On. Uh, this 18 minute comedy not only features Rod and Carrie, yes. but also three show guests, including John Fouts, Joanna Moffitt, and Candace, Mamo's Travel Groom. Uh, find out their comedic take on the afterlife and ridiculous ways to die. Um, and we recorded this um, with Shout Out Our Productions and um, it was fun, man. And this was when we first got our first taste of really going in there and handling our business. Um, and it was a little bit uh, intimidating and whatnot. But, it was. But yes. we, were able to, we were able to get it done. Um, and uh, Karen got stuck on this one line. Y'all tell us. We, we had to record it several times. Y'all tell us if y'all can find which one it was. Because by the time she got done, I think she was smooth with it. Yeah. Oh my God. Super awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely want to check us check it out, man. Um, it's a dollar twenty five, uh, eighteen minute comedy. You can find it shadowdollproductions.com slash do html. Of course, I will have a link on the website after the show. Um, and I appreciate people that actually go and download that stuff because it shows that you support the show and it keeps people giving us money to do show. So, no further ado. Y'all ready to get into some podcasts? Any more, any more sides about David Stern? Anything I need to know before we start? No, we was on the substance junction last night. Well, oh, that is right. What happened there, Karen? You break it down. We had a good time. We was with Bokeem and Miss uh, Chachu. Shout out to them from the Consumption Junction podcast. We recorded for them last. We recorded with them last night, and we talked about uh, hip hop. Um, it was very interesting. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we talked a lot of stuff. We talked, I think the first 30 minutes was Herman Cain stuff. Yeah, yeah, let Herm cook. Because he Herm asked me a question cook. about Herm and we got off on the table. <laughs> yes, we did. And we got to a point where I had to admit, if this motherfucker does win, I might have to move out of the country. <laughs> I don't want to, I might get too much credit for letting Herm cook. <laughs> me, me and Chris from Insanity before I might have to go, man. Black people are going to come looking for us. 
But um, yeah, man, we had a great time. I always love talking to them. I we'll have them back on the show soon. Yes, we will. Um, this Sunday, we're actually going to have the two ladies from Hey You Know It podcast. Mm-hmm. Two of my favorite uh, sassy ladies. Um, and, I, and I mean that in the kindest, most sincere way. Uh, <laughs> they entertained this shit out of me. And, um, What's their Twitter names? Uh, Jaquetta. So I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you afterwards, man. All right. You know, it's, it's one of those ethnic names. Oh, but uh, I, I know Jaquetta is J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-A, yeah, I believe. Yeah, when I was trying to find Miss Chartoon, I didn't realize it was M-I-Z. Yeah, but you can find the Hey You Know It podcast, ladies. By just going to uh, at Hey You Know It, all one word, um, all spelled correctly. They don't do that Negro stuff. They do it. <laughs> this is not. This is not the NBA players' minds. This is people <laughs> that can think and that are not entitled. Uh, but nah, you can find it by going to Hey you, at Hey You Know It on Twitter. But um, yeah, they're hilarious. And then um, next, the Sunday after that, uh, we're gonna have Ty Diamond back, and we're gonna have. Uh, the Dark Hater from the Hater Rising podcast. So Ooh, at the same time, yeah, yeah, Woo-hoo! trying to do it big, man. He ain't dead. We told y'all. Shouts out to Ty Diamond. Yeah, um, keep, all keep right. Keep your light skin. Brothers alive. Brothers alive. Gotta together. And that nigga had a picture on Twitter with his nipple hanging. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Is I was messing with him. Hey. He said it was breast cancer month. Yeah, I was not. I don't. I don't need to be made that aware. <laughs> I'm already aware of breast cancer, sir. <laughs> That's not the type you go put a pink ribbon on or tell somebody or something. Buy a pink jersey. That's a kid at one of my schools got that part in the back of his head, a little pink ribbon, ribbon in the back of his head. You know, I can accept that better than putting your titty out. <laughs> Let's keep the male titties inside where they belong. Um. All right. So, uh, I was checking my email the other day, and I get an email every day, sometimes two or three, from Groupon. You guys know what Groupon is? Mm-hmm. Well, Groupon is like this. They they send you different deals, and normally it's like if a certain amount of people sign up for this deal, then you then you can get it. At least in Charlotte, that's how it works. Okay. So like they would send something to say Bobcast tickets, two for twenty five dollars, but you gotta have like say twenty five to fifty people confirm that they're gonna do it. So you go there, put your credit card information in, and you okay. just put a hold on the tickets. They don't charge you unless they actually get enough. Um, and if they get enough, which they normally do, then they put a charge through and they either email you or mail you your tickets do or whatever. you mean like as far as when they put the special out, do you have to come with that many people or just that many people? No, no, no. People? That many people Okay, period. have to confirm and then there's the yeah. charge. Yeah, they also okay. do like restaurants. Okay. Like, oh, you can go get 50% off here, like spas and stuff like that. But the, I, I, I think... At least from my, you know, my analysis, watching people in my life, I think Groupon might be on crack. Like, they might have, (laughs) they might have a drug problem. (laughs) They might have a drug problem. I'm not 100% sure, but it's looking like they might have a drug problem. The other day, they tried to sell me a tablet PC for like 50% off or something like that. But like, when they first started, it was restaurants and sports tickets. Now, like, 
every day I get I get weird. Like it's just shit they found in the pawn shop or <laughs> something that they just found like a yeah, land on the bitch. Yeah, they're like trying um, to hustle you into buying stuff just like a junkie would. Yeah, <laughs> they're they, they like, oh man, I got these tablets for you, my yeah. brother. Yeah, half on this way. Like this gonna just start. The title just gonna be like Groupon. Got these two cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> like it's just it's amazing how the deals have just gotten more and more progressively ratchet. Like by the end of the year, it's just gonna be like. Hey man, you need some aluminum? Cause I got, I got these car antennas. You just gotta melt it down. Yep. A nickel a pound. Yep. No copper. You got that copper. Yeah, you got you. that copper, dog. But um, I got yeah. this window air condition. Send it to you. I mean, they got Groupon travel now. Wow. Like fifty percent off going to, and it's always like some place you don't really want to go. It's like fifty percent off going to DC. Like the, the murder capital of the world. Really? I wanted to go to this. <laughs> Next, you're going to be trying to send me to Ohio. Right. Ever been to Gary, Indiana? Well, now you can with Groupon. Save 75%. Idaho, nowhere. We'll send you there. Yeah, Groupon merchandise and shit. Like, it just seems wow. like, oh, buy a diamond ring. How do I know it's real? You know what I mean? Just trust me, nigga. I know. I'm like, I don't have $20. Well, I'll, I'll sell it to you for a sack. <laughs> like, like I they sent an oil change in ties too. Yeah, they bartering this shit. By the end of the year, they just gonna be bartering. But look, man, you give me your PlayStation, <laughs> all right? Because I can sell that, <laughs> and I will give you all these DVDs. Um, so I was watching pornography the other day, as I want to do. And um, in the background, it was it, first of all, it was milk porn. Right, and it was like, and the, and the milk porn is getting a little too specific now. I kind of enjoy just like this woman looks shapely and a little bit older, growing into her sexual prime, if, as as you will. You know what I mean? I kind of like that vagueness, but now this, this, the milk porn is very specific. Like my friend's hot mom, you know, my dad's girlfriend, my sister's best friend's mother's cousin's uncle, <laughs> best friend's ex-wife. Yes. You know what on I mean? The, on the other side of the family. Yeah, so so it's getting real specific anyway. But um, and of course it's the same plot as always. Of hot ass looking old woman needs to get fucked, and and it's not even like old old. It's like she must have had babies when she was like twelve. Yeah, you know she's what I mean? Thirty. Yeah, she's yeah, she thirty. She's 30. <laughs> and the grandma. Yeah, like her baby. Like that's the thing. They'll have like a woman who's like thirty. And her son be like 27 off at college, you know, like, he's off at college and now I need, I'm so lonely and you're his best friend, fuck me. And you're like, okay, I'll do it. Um, but like, that's part of the problem I have with the milk porn. Not that I'm not going to stop watching it, but, um, the, the, the other problem I have, they need uh, to go out and do some talent scouting and get them a dude that actually looks like a nerdy little geek dude that's not about to get some pussy. Because that's the real fantasy that all men have. <laughs> Our fantasy isn't like, I mean, we would fuck a milk now, but the ultimate fantasy is when I was a kid, my best friend's mom, you know, if I could have got that. But you didn't look like these roided up dudes that come in there looking like they about to get some pussy. Like they walk in the house like, I know I'm getting them put that pussy, so what's up? Like no, that's not how that's no. not how you acted as a kid around your friend's mom. No. I actually well, actually I had a friend whose mom one time I caught her in her robe. Ooh. 
And it actually made me start going over his house more. Right. Hoping I would see more. And eventually I did. Well, like one time she, she didn't realize I was in the house. Right. And she had ran across the room with so just her bra. So you snuck in, you snuck it through the, like, through the basement or something? No. Oh, um, daddy. You know, when you kids. She didn't realize I was in the house. You know, normally when you kids, you got to ask permission for your friends to come over. At least right. when I was a kid in my house, I had to ask my mom because I had something. Me too. Right. Uh, so... Uh, like I said, apparently she and I was in the house because she went from like her room to the bathroom and just her um, you know, her panties and bra. I was like, yes, one, yeah. <laughs> you know, See, a- my mom didn't even do that around us as kids, and we was her kids. She was still yeah. put on clothes. So. Oh, that's why I fuck them kids. I like to walk around butt naked, put them on clothes. I was in no. sixth grade. I was like, yes, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you won. Yes. You won. No, yes. Yes. I'm yes. talking. I was, I was, for <laughs> yes. a second, I just went to that place of like. Damn, that's fucked up for that kid and his mama. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody wants to lose freaky mama. That, that's that's terrible. Was she attracted oh, to? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the worst. And on top of that, did he have to ask for me? Because like you said, I grew up in a house where my mama knew who was in the house because you had to let her know, hey, I got somebody in here. Because if she knew you were there, she wouldn't have dared rent. I don't know. Some women do, but you know, she wouldn't. See, my mom, I, my mom was pretty my whole life too. So I always had to deal with that shit too, but I just never, my, she also was never ratchet enough to be walking around in drawers with my friends over and coming out the house in a robe and shit. Like my mom didn't play that, plus my dad would have yoked a little nigga up, so it yeah, just wasn't I, happening. If that would have happened to me, he couldn't have come over back over to my house again. Right, yeah. Like, we, we can't be friends. Yeah, like, like, damn, man, it was nice being your friend. Like, we would both watch my mom walk across the room in her brown panties. And I would just turn to you and be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> yep. Never speak of this again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, alright, so that's one, like, you need a baby-faced, geeky-looking dude, of age, of course, but you need a dude that specializes just in this one genre of porn. Maybe his voice is cracking, maybe he's wearing glasses, um, you know, maybe he's a little too skinny, so you don't think that he's a porn star. You don't need these dudes that look like fucking porn stars being like, Hey, I'm only 16, but I came over here to help your son move and, you know, picking up a giant box or some shit. You're like, come on, man. Come on, son. But um, that's the other thing. But also, I noticed in the background of this porn, they had Home Depot boxes, right? But they took black tape and they put it over the part that says home. So it just looked like the blank depot. Yes. <laughs> but with the Home Depot logo and everything, and this random moving boxes because Depot would sue them. The plot was the kid was supposed to come over and help the, the, the woman move and he was you know like oh since your son went to college and your husband left you and now you're gonna move up there to be with them can I get some and it was starring my girl Sarah J with something and, <laughs> and so he um and so he, he ended up um knocking it down of course but it was one of those like I was looking at the boxes in the background I'm like why why did they even mark it out like, would Home Depot really sue them for that? I think that's the best advertising. Get proud of it. Hey, helping people move might get you some pussy. I'm in. They probably uh, would get more free advertising because of how many people actually watch porn. Yeah. That's true. And it's, yeah, it's free. I mean, why would you sue for that? I don't know. I just, like, I, co- I saw them cover it up. I was like, I guess they don't want to get sued. But I'm like, yeah. who in the, if I'm a Home Depot, when if you're Home Depot, now you got to admit you watched it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yes. That's, so that's yes. the thing right there. Like, if you was, I would be surprised if porn didn't just do more blatant shit like that. Because who's going to sue you? You know what I'm saying? Because now they have to, that's going to make the press like 
Microsoft sues Bang Bros. You know, they don't want to be in a press with that. I think the only ones that could afford the suits is probably Hugh Hugh Hefner. You know, yeah. Mr. Playboy. You know, he, he got enough money for the boy. Yeah. That's gotta and, be. And with him, it wouldn't look like it would be out of character. You know, like I said, Microsoft sued Bang Bros. But oh, why y'all in the point? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. They, like, they could really, they could literally fuck at the Disney epicenter or whatever. And what are you gonna do? Uh, whatever they call it, Epi something. Epcot. You can fuck at Epcot. You can fuck Epcot. right in front of that shit. And call it Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> call it Epcot. The part three. With Mickey. And uh, nobody can say shit. That title is patent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> black guy who jumps. <laughs> like you can, like you can fuck in front of Epcot with the Mickey Mouse head on. And they can't. Uh, uh, why would they sue you? They're like, no, no, stay away from that. We don't even want people to know this exists. So I don't know, man. Because yeah, how many people have dressed like the Star Wars? They dressed up in the Star Wars stuff and they're right. fucking. And you'd be like, Star I know Star shit. Wars hadn't sued. The reason I even mm-hmm. bought a pair of Tims was because I was watching Justin Slayer and he fucked this chick and put some Tims on her head. And I was like, oh, <laughs> was like, they got the they got the brown and green out now. Oh, I gotta get those. I'm, don't put those on my head. I'm that's bad. how I get. That's, <laughs> that's how I get caught up on fashion. No, no, I'm not even flexible enough to do that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I was, I like, I was admiring the shoes. I was like, those are some nice shoes. Because, you know, in porn, niggas never take off their shoes and socks. <laughs> or yes. hat. Or, <laughs> or hat. And, like, <laughs> Mr. Mark has been wearing that hat for, like, 12 years. It got, got a sweat stain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can take <laughs> that hat off. Sweat stains and damn game socks. That's how you keep up with rap music, too. For yeah. the realest rapper alive. Of course. Brian Pump. <laughs> the realest rapper. Um... Now, also, man, I, I had to admit the other day, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the Ultimate Spider-Man since they turned into a multiracial ethnic Spider-Man, or as I like to call them, Black Spider-Man. So, uh, since it's been Black Spider-Man, I've been reading it, and I went and got the first issue um, and read that, and then I went to go get the second issue, which has been out for a while, but I couldn't find it in my local comic book store. Um, and this dude has his thing where he's like, look, you can sign up for a club and I will make sure that you get a copy. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, you need to be buying like four or five comic books a month. And so I'm like, well, I only want to read this one. And he don't need to know that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's racist. I'm obviously reading this for racial reasons. I'm promoting the change. I'm trying to promote diversity. But he's white. He'll never understand it. He's just going to see a nigga buying a black comic book and be like, really, nigga? Really? So um, I basically went in there a couple times by myself. Could not find this book. And I, I talked to my man Chris Lambert on Gchat. And he was like, it's out, man. You got to go get it. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't find it. I was like, maybe he's not holding it on purpose because maybe, you know, a lot of these comic book nerds, they run the shop. And a lot of them are angry about this change. So Uh-oh. I was like, maybe he's purposely not selling like so you, you need to go up in there with the do the right thing mentality and be like, you need to get some black comic books up on this wall. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see some black comic books up in the store. And the thing about it, it was, it was a bunch of black people in there. Like, where he's located, it's a lot of black people that shop there. Well, I should have came in there with that boom box like Radio Raheem. Order some, order some D batteries and then be like, and hey, give me a black comic book, nigga. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you, he'll start getting something in there. Well, I went in, the window. I went in, right? I'm searching around. I'm in the same area where I bought the first one, and I just can't find it. And, you know, I, I'm a man, so I try not to ask for help as long as possible. <laughs> so, like, let me, let me check everywhere first. Well, that yeah, system works. Yeah, as a man, it works. It's I ask questions, Jim, and I ain't got time. No, let's find what we need. Yeah, and that's why Karen ends up getting sold bullshit. 
And you know, <laughs> but that's why men treat women like they're helpless all the time, too. Yeah. Ladies, if you start just taking your time, wasting all day, looking for shit, men wouldn't treat you like you're helpless. No, that's why I shop by my fucking self. Well, anyway, like I said, then, <laughs> then Karen yeah. comes home. I got a car alarm, even though I'm supposed to get a door open. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me guess. You talk to a salesman. And, and it's yeah. a can opener, too. Right. <laughs> it converts into one. It does. Yeah. Let me, I, think I'll take, I think I'll take my method, if that's okay, of looking for myself and figuring it out until, until there's no point. But, um, so, uh, anyway, I go to the, um, and that's a real story. Well, I go yes, to, um, so, so basically, man, I'm like, oh, oh, it hurts. Oh. So anyway, I'm like, fuck it, let me go ask this dude, you know, what's up. So I go up there, and I'm like, hey, man, um, I'm looking around, I don't see Ultimate Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, I'm sure we got some. And I've been back for five minutes. He's not even going really to look. I think he was just going to be like, let me see if I can sell him something else. So he's like telling me like, oh, this is a good book. This is the Ultimate. And you know, they're doing this plot line. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't want that. You know, like I just, you know, how you do that thing where you just don't respond. So you, so he had to move on. Yeah. <laughs> you stared him long enough. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> like he was, he was literally handing me the book, and I'm just looking at him like, I'm not touching that shit. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah he, he was, he was like, if you don't want it, I'll buy it. And I was like, nigga, you work here. You yeah. own the place, probably. I'm like, I believe I asked for Ultimate Spider-Man. That is either uh, Ultimate Spider-Man or, or Ultimate Spider-Man 2. No. So one. put that shit back. And he's like, so finally he's like, well, let me check over here. He checks another place. And he's like, I had a stack of them when they came in. That it must be a real popular book. I must have sold out. Now, it's a real popular book. It just went through a huge change. He knows that they sold out or not. So then he tries to get me on that group thing again. If you want to join our club, I was like, look, man. And I had to, and I was getting so annoyed, I had to come out and just come clean. Yes, I was like, look, man, I'm only reading this one book, okay? And it felt it felt like I had to, like I was admitting I was racist. That's how it, it felt like I was confessing to him, like, it's just, it's the black book, damn it. And stop trying to give me this white shit. Did I help out? Yeah, let me support my black people. I don't want these aliens. I want the black man. So, I, I don't know, man. It got awkward, man. I hated to admit it. But at the, and then the worst part, we left there and went to like Barnes and Noble and it was right in there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was mad as shit. I was like, I'm coming here. I was shocked we found it in Barnes and Noble. And they do supposed to be a comic book no, store sale. They, they got a nice section of comic books. They do. Yeah. Um. All right. So do y'all guys watch the Republican debates at all? I watch bits and pieces. No. No. Okay. I understand. Right. I know I, you are a Republican. Are you? I don't need to watch it. I'm letting her cook. Yeah, you already know it. Yeah, yeah, I check the highlights. I hear every debate he handling himself. He holding the game down. Everybody else, they fighting each other. You know, crabs in the barrel for them. Yep. Trying to just catch up to her. But you trusted her. And actually, they stopped trying to go with him now. They can't. They can't fade him. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. They can't fade him. He He is so obstinately wrong that you can't fade him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's past the point of... Logic and reasonableness. He's like, no, I believe what I just said. <laughs> Therefore, everything you just said is bullshit. And he says it's so smooth. Yeah, <laughs> he is smooth with it. But that's, I guess, that's, I don't need to watch. Like, no, I you don't need you. to watch. I'll just, I'll just ask it. Um, the the problem I see with the Republican Party right now, and uh, I don't know if other people feel this way or not. There is no shade of white person that can satisfy their party. Like, you can't be that kind Like, that's Andy Griffith white. You know, like, they want you to go back to Mayberry 
Like they won't, they won't madmen. They want you to leave your doors open and, and unlocked and, and think nobody gonna take your kids away. That type of shit. No, I'm no, I'm saying I think literally Sheriff Andy Griffith could be their candidate. That's it. That is it. Cause it's like this mother man, Romney is Mormon. And they don't fuck with Mormons apparently. That ain't white enough. It's a different shade of white. Um, my man from Texas actually has a heart and did a couple programs that. Helped out uh, 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 children born from illegal aliens, quote unquote, in America that are now American citizens and stuff like that. And I offer different type of stipends and shit. And he's like, I have a heart. And he also tried to uh, get vaccinations for kids uh, from girls at like age 13 or something, so they won't get ovarian cancer or some type of disease or whatever. And, and it's just straight up like, well, wait, you care about people? Fuck you. Like, uh, of course, Ron Paul is just crazy as shit. Oh, he's that shit crazy. It's just Ron Paul. Um, Duke Gingrich is broke. Nobody will support his campaign. Yeah, yeah. they say he can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Bachman is, um, feisty and everything, but she's too stupid. She's just too stupid and crazy. She's, she's no Sarah Palin. Yeah, no, she tried to pull no. Sarah Palin last night. She tried to chat on her inner Palin and appeal to the women voters, and that shit was not going down well. Um... And uh, of course, Santorum. Uh, if you Google his name, it comes up as Ass Juice. So that, that's never a good look. One one percent of them actually support Santorum. Uh, and then Huntsman, I believe, dropped out of the race. So there's no shade of white person that could possibly satisfy all their qualities, man. I saw this happen with McCain three years ago. I really believe that they are like they might be ready for old wall nut, man. They might be ready for Herm. He's the only one they will give a pass. Well, you know he's running with the 999. And that shit don't even have to make sense. Which is 666. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Flip it upside down to 666. That's all I've been hearing people say. Oh, maybe you should change it to 101010 then. So. Is that some type of AT&T phone plan? I don't know. Might be a code or something. Who knows? But I don't know, man. I just, I just, I was looking at them and I was looking at the things that they booed, the things that they cheered for, and I'm like... I don't think they make white people like this anymore that can be ultra conservative, uh, good businessmen, really um, religious, um, but not Mormon, but, uh, you know, also a, a Tea Party type, cut the government type person, cut spending, cut taxes, you know, even like, even when they're like, we love Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan couldn't do the shit that they want him to do. Yeah. Like, it's, like, Ronald Reagan was also like, man, we need to stop all this nuclear weapons stockpiling. They, like, they would be like, fuck that, you know? Um, you know, they want to do whose foreign policy is like, we're America, we're exceptional, we get to decide what the world gets to do or don't get to do. Hey, I'm going to tell you what it is. They want another George Bush. They want, but they, even... They want somebody who they feel like is in and will let the senators right. in the House run everything. Yeah, they want Dick Cheney. That's what they want. They want a dude, they want a figurehead like George Bush and a dude like Dick Cheney behind them doing the work. And he's like, hey, George, take a break and go back to your ranch and cut some trees down. Yeah, All he right, spent boss. a lot of damn time at his ranch. He took the most fucking vacations out of any other president. He the only one didn't, after the first year, started to look like, damn, he aging. Yeah. <laughs> he George, stayed, George stayed young for a couple years. He got younger. Until, until shit really started hitting the fan with the, with the people started asking about the wars and Katrina and shit. He was like, oh, damn, my hair's falling out. 
So yeah, he stayed young for a minute. But <laughs> Look, he was like, oh, you're right. I am the president. Let me um, address this issue. So um, I was thinking, uh, I was watching this show, X-Play, the other day. It's not pornography. It's actually uh, uh, comes uh, on G4 TV. It's like, like video it. games. Yeah. And they were talking about this, like, what happened to gamers? Are they soft now because games aren't hard anymore? And should we go back to the hard games of the yesteryear? And I had, I was like, do y'all realize that, like, do y'all remember how arcades work? Yes. They used to be how you played games. Gave your quarters up to keep playing. That's why games are so fucking hard. Even when you win it. Yes. You had to put more quarters in. Dog, there were games like uh, Golden Axe and shit, which just like, or, um, oh, I forget that other game, but Labyrinth or some shit. Like, like, literally, your health just go gauntlet. Your health just starts going down yes. as you put the quarter in. You can just stand still, and your, the timer just is like, oh, 99 seconds. And then everything was like, uh, wanna continue? More time? And then you would just like put a quarter in, and then you fight a boss, and all three of your lives get killed. And right there, you gotta put another quarter in. Like, that's why games are hard, because that's how they make their revenue. But once you got to the home console, that's right. where you're spending all kinds of time, the, the whole cost dynamic should have changed to what it is now, which is, we want you to get the most enjoyment out of this game, which yes. is why we want you to buy it. Yes, and be able to save your shit, go back and redo shit. I shouldn't have to memorize the levels so I can get through it, just so I don't lose all my men. I used to do that with Super Mario Brothers. And my thing is that, to me, games are still complex and hard. But they're just not the way that they used to be where, you know, you get halfway through, lose your life at the boss, and have to fucking start all the way over at level 1-1 one, one, just to yeah. get to them again. That's not fun to me. And it's not even that they're um, hard anymore. They're, they're complex. Yes. But they're not hard. Like, they, it's kind of like how driving a car is, quote-unquote, more difficult than driving a bike. But that's because a car enables you to do so much more. Yeah, it does. The other thing is, too, the people that really can't afford the game are older people. You know, if you're in your 20s, you're smarter. As right. a fucking kid, you can't figure out how to beat the game because <laughs> right. you're a fucking kid. Yeah. And if you if you interviewing or have kids playing Gears of War or right. any other fuck games, they never get past the first board. They never even complete any of the game. Even well, I don't, depends, it depends. I don't know. The ones I play with online, man, they be they be like super soldiers. Yeah, ex- them motherfuckers be the best because they just sit at home. That's but right. them, but them the same kids, like you said, that that's all they do is yeah, that's all they do. Video yeah. games, but, but for us it was different because like video games was more of a uh, a day out. It was a yeah. treat. Yeah, yeah a treat. it was like yes. here's five dollars a quarter. Go play video games. And you come back 10 minutes later like, Ma, I need five more dollars. Because they were that fucking hard. And I would never go back to that. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't even know who people are that play hard games. No, and on top fuck of you. I don't even know where uh, the uh, gaming place, what do you call those? The, they, Arcade? Arcades. Most of the ones here that I know of are closed ones. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. Or yeah, it's all like shut that. down except for yeah, places like Chuck E. Cheese. The, the one they had was at Carolina Place Mall and they shut it down. Yeah, they the, shut it down. The other thing game companies do now is they make them fun, like you said. But they make them so you'll buy a series. Right. So you'll keep going back. And you're not going to go buy some shit that you can't beat or complete. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, people, and, the, and the thing is, like, I guess some hardcore gamers bitch about that. But, I no, I want more that. of that. I, I want more games that don't penalize me for every fucking thing I do wrong, man. Yes, I like games that if I die in the spot, I respawn in that same spot and continue to rank. Yeah. The problem I have, too, like you said, hardcore gamers. 
them motherfuckers don't work. They still stay yeah. in their motherfucking basement. Yeah. They buy the game and they play it for 48, 72 hours yeah. straight. Then, you know, to get the console about to melt. <laughs> Because them motherfuckers just sitting and playing the game. Of that's course you don't see it at that point. That's the good thing about vagina. Once you get something, you realize them games ain't that fucking important. <laughs> and and yep. then on top of that, those are the same people which complained about, like, the game time. You know, they were like, yes, you can beat this in 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours. I'm like, I have other shit to do. It might take me two months to play this yeah, game. Yeah, sometimes I'll be like, where did you find the 12 hours, though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, between all the shit, the work, do you work, yes. do you go to the gym, do you podcast? And, and get some pussy. Yeah. Yes, Are you fucking? Cool. Like, what, where did you find me. all these 12 hours? Um, Alright, so yeah, I was just thinking about that shit, man. Um, Couple quick hits. You know what genre of movie really respects old man script? Kung Fu movies. True. The old Kung Fu movies, man. Remember the dude, they used to always have that one badass dude at the end and he had that long gray beard all the way down to like his navel and shit. Like his hair on the side. Yeah, all silver hair. Like only Kung Fu movies really respect old men's strip. Because it would always be that old feeble motherfucker that was like sitting there eating his Raymond noodles or whatever. He's like... You know, they be like, old man, have you seen Master Sings Way? And, and he like, just keep eating. And he's like, yeah, he just keep eating. And then you put your hand on him like, did you hear me, old fool? They, like, for some reason, they used to always give him the whitest voice. You know that shit? <laughs> yes. Or, or either they'll turn over his ramen noodle or kick his, you know, one song soup over. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, then he get mad. You have spilled my soup. Yeah, then he take off his I have toes. issues. Now I must kill you. Yeah. He take off his toes. He's like, I am Master Food. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. But, but, um, but yeah, I did just realize though, they did give him, they either gave him that old, that white man voice, like the whitest of white men voices for the Kung Fu movies, or they gave him the racist voices, which was still white people doing ah, racist ah, Chinese ah. accents. Y'all remember that shit? Offbeat from like, yeah. I told you, this is how I do it. You were not even on beat. Nah, the, the racist voices was like, Making the R's L's and the L's R's and oh. shit like that. The one thing I remember is they always do a preview of the movies before they actually fight. And it'll be like five ah. minutes of that dude just doing some kung fu moves. Yes. And you were like, yes. and then you were like, well, damn, he was about to kick some ass. With them flapping ass clothes, too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, I don't know why kung and fu And his sandals. Yeah, Kung Fu dude stayed with the sandals and the flapping ass clothes. That's right. Like, like what is he doing to him? Like, is he folding some sheets or what? Like, how does he make that sound? You don't try to make that sound too when you was a kid. Oh, well, well, yeah, 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 I do it with my mouth, but I couldn't do it with my clothes for real. The only thing he can make that sound is sweats. You know, the sweats did that. And you walk and they go, Man, nothing, man. The sound, they was, and plus the other thing, I never could get my punch to sound. Like they punch and sound when they, they hear somebody, every punch sounds like a slap. Yep. It does, that's Like you slapping a garbage can lid or some shit, man. Yo, but as a kid, love that shit. Me too, what? man. Yes. Love, it made you start making sound effects when you be uh, playing with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my like, favorite fights in Kung Fu, uh, in the Kung Fu movies, are actually not the like badass, like one on one matchup. It's the, the beat them down. Like when one dude just beats up like twenty motherfuckers, yeah. and he just starts fucking with dudes because he's whooping their ass so bad. Like he's doing stuff like letting them block his first punch, and then faking with the second punch, and then slapping them with his hand. <laughs> you know, what I mean? not even hard, just slapping them like bitch, like get off me. <laughs> and those are my man, them goddamn movies, man. I used to wake up every Saturday, yes. and it was either kung fu or westerns. 
and I would be pissed when it was westerns. Yep. And that shit wasn't kung fu. Oh, like man, Hated. fuck this. And it was always the fucking John Wayne movie. Yes. Always. Um, it was never Clint Eastwood who actually had some good westerns, but yes. Yeah, I but I love those goddamn kung fu. After movies, that, it was man. outside. But yeah, and the old and plus the old man would always have some impossible technique. Like he do that shit where you can where they actually in real life they jump down from like a cliff. But then they show it in reverse on the stage, so it looked like it like he just jumped from one leg back on top of the cliff. He's like, "Come up here and then face me." He's like, "Damn, this old man got some moves." Yes. He's like, "Try my dragon style." Yeah, you're about to get your ass whooped. And that's uh, the other thing I used to like too. Like they'll fight with one technique for like five minutes, and neither one of them get anywhere. And then they always have to announce their new technique. He's like, "Okay, then your dragon fist is powerful." Try my snake. <laughs> like, oh, snake. I see you standing under Wong Chu. Have you heard about the Lotus Fist technique? They're like, damn, they about to do some new shit. It'd be the same shit. It'd be the same shit, dog. It's like maybe more kicks or something. They're like, oh, stork style. I'm doing the stork style. Okay, you're going to be kicking them, but... I used to love that. I have the hard stopper move. Let me show you. I actually got a. There was one movie I saw. I think it was called The Seven Deadly Venoms. I've never seen it again. I've been looking for it for years. I gotta find that one. That was my shit, man. Because everybody had. I love. It was either that or Seven Grand Masters. But everybody had their own style. And it would be like the snake style or some shit like that. And the dude that was the snake was the baddest motherfucker in the game, dog. <laughs> he was just striking people and slipped anyway, man. Old man strap, Um, also I think I figured out uh, how Dr. Dre is gonna do detox and make it epic. Wow. Cause like these folks have been making this album for like over a decade now. Yes, yeah, sir. You know, and every once in a while you hear a rapper talk about, hey man, uh, detox, man. I just I put a verse on it. Dre's still working on it. It's gonna be out soon, y'all gonna see, blah blah blah. Even Eminem, Fix It, um, all these people. I think what he's gonna do is kill all these rappers or wait for them to die. Ah. That, that he's had on this album. And then he's gonna release it and sell the most albums ever. Cause like think if he got Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Eminem, Tupac, Big, Big L, like just all these great rappers. And then he just waits till they all are dead, and then he releases Detox. That shit'll sell. I mean, if you thought Machiavelli sold some albums, you thought Life After Death sold albums. Machiavelli Five sold albums. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Detox, man, with unreleased Tupac verses and shit, man. Like, like damn, there's still some actual unreleased Tupac. Yes, and it might start the zombie apocalypse because all them niggas gonna come back. They gonna have to come back from the grave to get their money. Cause it's going to make that much money. Yep. Like, those rappers is going to come back as zombies and get their fucking money, dude. I, that's the only way the album can live up to the hype because it's been so long. Like, there's no way it can live up to the hype at this point, man. Easily that a drown drug. Yeah. Well, he was on them steroids for sure. Yes, he was. Um, Trade you some beats for some drugs. Got the roids, got the roids. Another thing, I was watching the comedy special. And I saw that at the end of the show, this tube dropped the mic and it broke. Am I the only one that thinks, uh, who's gonna clean that up? I said that again. Every time. And like, mics are expensive as shit. Yeah, like I guess once we started shopping for mics, I was like, nigga, that's a lot of money to be yeah, throwing on the ground. Do we four hundred dollars on the ground? What's wrong with you? Like some stagehand gotta be mad as shit at Chris Rock. I'm like, fuck, you broke that mic. <laughs> again? But well, he put it in the budget. Some of these yeah. other people. 
they'd be like, don't drop the mic. Yeah. And they probably tell them that. And you then drop you, the mic, you pay for Like, it. you drop the mic and break it. You know, like, you know, and you know once Chris Rock did it, every comedian probably started doing it. Average comedians. Yeah, what happens after Russell Simmons Def Jam and one of them motherfuckers dropped the mic? Right. And then you look backstage and you be like, Fuck, I forgot this is a black people agency. <laughs> yeah. Them niggas is gonna whoop my ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't, or you drop the mic and you don't even go last. <laughs> you drop the mic, it's like two niggas after you, like, really, man? Really? Yeah, that's the word. That's what we doing. All right, so this is the last thing I like to talk about. And this, uh, I don't know how long it's gonna take. But, um, of course, on the last show, we had two ladies that deal with sports. Uh, one, one of them was sports and boobs. Um, follow her on Twitter at Sports and Food. The other was uh, J Dad uh, Jessica. Um, she's at NFL Good Witch. Um, and, and both of them, you know, funny as shit. You know, uh, follow them on Twitter. Really good follows. No follow. Um, but the, I wanted to talk to them about misogyny in sports. I wanted to talk to them about it, how it affects the media coverage of it. Not necessarily the game, but like. You know, there's no female NFL announcers. Uh, they keep all the women on the sideline. Uh, stuff like that. Like, you know, how does it affect that them when they see that? You know, even on a lot of these shows where they have um, NFL shows, they have a one. If they have a woman on, she plays the anchor. Like the, mm-hmm. like she could be anchoring the news. You know, it, it doesn't matter yeah. what the subject is. She's just passing off questions. She's not really giving her opinion. They don't have her there for that to break down the actual game. She's just there going, so Michael Smith, what do you think? Right? So, um, and another thing was she had another fellow blogger who runs his own sports blog who basically put like uh, an attack on her. Like dude was just, like, I mean, it's just over the top shit. You know, he's talking about accusing her of sleeping with athletes, accusing her of being a groupie. Um, and I basically wanted to talk about it because I was like, hey, you know, I think that shit was too far. And I wonder how much of that you have to face. You know, are you de- is that something you're dealing with from a lot of guys? Because it's a very male-dominated uh, genre. And you have a lot of dudes that feel like, get these women out of my fucking, you know, out of my my face. I don't, I'm watching football to be away from these women. I hate women, you know, unless I'm fucking them. You know, you can be in a beer commercial, but you can't be... In the booth, you can't be writing about the Eagles' defense and shit like that. So, um, basically, we talked about it and whatnot. And you know, I feel like maybe I went harder than them because maybe they just kind of accepted some things about it. Or you just—it's one of those things where like you recognize it, but what the fuck are you gonna do? You know, it's like being black. Like, well, the cops pull you over. What are you gonna do about it? The fuck can I do? Um, I'm black. Boy getting shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I'm black. What the fuck can I do? So, uh, go ahead, Karen. It's cool. But um. They, she, she needed permission. permission <laughs> Karen has to blow her nose, y'all. She needed permission slip. But, um. Anyway, more camera time for me. Yeah, oh, shiny nigga. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so basically they were like, um, going into this thing about how, uh, oh, I was going into like how, I felt like it was unfair. I feel like if that dude gonna criticize you and it's not about your actual work. It's, it's too much. You know, you're talking about her body image, talking about she needs to lose weight. Like, just low blows and shit where you're like, I think she only has to deal with this because she's a woman. Like, if it was a dude that said this shit about this dude, he wouldn't have tried to come at him on some. That's why you fuck so-and-so. You know what I mean? Because people would have just laughed it off. Um, 
so so basically I was talking about Cam Newton Monday morning. This is Dad the show. And I found out that apparently Cam Newton is knocking down Sierra. Um, even though you never see Aaron from that one two step type shit, you know, she a little thick and whatnot. But um, you know, and I was like, Oh cool, that's a win for him because, you know, he's dating her, knocking it down, you know. The dude is in Charlie's winning all over the place, you know? That's a good look. I mean, it's a good look. That's a good look. Good start yeah, She hadn't known, been known to be out there. Yeah, well, it's a good starter chick. Now, I don't know that she hadn't been known to be out there, to be honest. Uh, and it's not like he's married her. They having sex, like. Well, I mean, as far as out there, like, like, you know, um, Alicia Keys known to be out there. Well, I don't, don't you, know this, I mean? you know what, you're getting into what I want to get into, honestly. Because that was kind of my point. Because people were going, well, as soon as I said that, my timeline blew up. Like, a bunch of people just, first of all, some of the people calling her a man, which, come on, man. Shit. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, I'm like, come on, dog. I just, there's a lot of criticism to be had out there, I guess, for people. But... She ain't no man. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, some like, a uh, couple people were just like, well, uh, that's not a win at all. Um, and one person, uh, I, you know, people were coming in and out. And um, so Jay Dan came into the conversation. And um, she was kind of like, you know, he, that's not a win either for him. And I was like, I, I really don't get it. Like, what? Like, I'm not saying he just got engaged. Saying he's fucking a nice looking chick. What? What is so bad about that? You know. Um. And so, several people were commenting. And she was kind of awesome. Like, well, he's um. She Ciara has been known to be dating other athletes. I'm like, even still, to me that doesn't mean I like. I, I really don't get how that makes it a loss for him. And I really feel like that is misogynistic. That is a standard you only have for that woman. Because if it was uh, Cam Newton could have fucked a hundred chicks. But it's just the fact that we know of uh, two or three chicks that are uh, dudes that Ciara fucked. It's kind of like if, um, it's kind of like how people call Kim Kardashian a hoe. But we really technically know like she fucked three or four dudes. Like, what chick do you don't, what chick do you know in real life that hasn't fucked three or four dudes? I'll wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it's I, I not think, that bad. I think when I say win for him, I I don't want I don't want to date the chick that's fucked the dudes that I'm gonna come across. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, I mean it like, depends on how serious dating it is, but I know what you mean. Like like when um like Brandy mm-hmm. when your boy Kurt Richardson was engaged to Brandy, every time he played Kobe, it's like. I smash that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to run across that. Like, if I do, I want it to be on accident. Yeah, but that's, one, that's our issue, not his. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Unless you're dating a chick that's a straight-up version or something. I mean, I'm, it's different from still, like, I know because she only date dudes in my circle. I'm going to run into, I'm going to know or run into the guys that she's been fucking with. I don't want to know that. I, I'm not saying she hadn't been fucking. We all know some, you know, they, they done had sex prior to that, but I'm just right. saying. It's kind of like girl at the gym at the Y. Everybody at the gym, like like ten dudes off top of my head, smash girl. Right. I, why would you? I don't want to come behind that. I, I know when. Well, that like here's the thing though. I think I think it's different. One, I still don't. One, here's the first thing. I still don't know that that's bad. Like if people will say that kind of shit, 
And if you can't handle it, you can't handle it. But I'm saying if you with her, then you can handle it. You know what I'm saying? You decided already. It's not like Cam Newton's just gonna open up the paper and go, everybody knew but me? <laughs> like, he fucking knows at this point. Yeah. Two, how serious is dating? You know what I mean? Like, if he is just fucking her, going out to eat dinner, and just kicking it, then what's the fucking problem? But even if he was in fucking deep ass love with her, it's still not a problem. He's already decided that he can deal with it or not. Like, that's the thing. It's not like, like, she's famous enough to where we know. And if we know, he knows. It, I just don't believe that Did it's Eddie like... Eddie Winslow know? Who? Eddie Winslow. For Superhead? Of course he knew. Of course he knew. <laughs> that, that, I mean, he was still trying to get with Superhead after that shit. Like, like some niggas like, just know. Now, maybe you couldn't deal with it. I, I feel you. But I'm saying, but I was only commenting on, he's fucking her she looks good, right? And so, of course, we got the slander about, well, she's had sex with these people. And it made me think back to Sunday's show, because I was trying to say, and maybe my point didn't come across well, but I was trying to say that I didn't think that she had had sex with these athletes like she was accused of. But my bigger point was, even if she had, so fucking what? If we found out that, uh, that Brian Gumbel knocked down Serena Williams, we wouldn't be like, now he has no journalistic integrity. He'll never be able to do a story on tennis again. We'd just be like... That nigga won. The end. Like, that's... So, I'm, it's a double standard like a motherfucker. And, and I was very surprised to see her on the other side of that double standard. It's like, less than 24 hours after we had just did a show about that double standard. And I was, you know, maybe we were never really seeing out of eye. I just thought we were or something. But I was just surprised, man. It was, it was very surprising to me. And, of course, um... And it got to that point where... It's like, well, this is my opinion, and I can state my opinion, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, y'all responded to my timeline. I don't know if y'all noticed. <laughs> but apparently, I can state my opinion, and you get to say what the fuck you want. And if I disagree, I have to shut the fuck up. That's the new rule. That's always been the rule. Yeah, apparently, that that is the rule for Rod now. That's how Twitter and all the other yeah. social media networks function. And I was like, I was like, and, and plus sometimes stating your opinion can be hateful. It's like I'm not hating, I'm just stating my opinion that, that she is whack or whatever. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm not hating. I just think all black people are inferior to white people. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. It's just my opinion, dog. It's actually praise to the white man. Yeah, I'm giving white people props. It's the opposite of hate. White power, you know? So but yeah, man, I just thought that was an odd. I don't know. I felt some type of way about that shit, man. But is that? But is that? That's common, though. I, I'm not saying it's right, but I am saying it's common. That it is common, but I, I guess in, re- in in retrospect of what we had just talked about, it was yeah. like, damn, man. It it took 24 hours, and it's like that shit. You just kind of did it to her. Some people what was never done to pay you. anything any attention unless it's directly affecting them. Yeah. And only for that moment when it's not affecting them anymore. They like, don't care like the cat that um loses his job and be like, Man, I should have been saving money. I should yeah. I shouldn't have been eating out. But as soon as he gets his new job, he ain't saving. He and maybe, out and shopping the thing here. is it might be on me. Maybe I'm the one that's looking at it uh, too. Cause she was saying like, Well, you always make jokes about Drake being a woman. One, I've never made a joke about him actually being a woman. No. That's not, that's actually, but not just because. Joke about him being soft. Not, yeah. yeah, not just because it's, uh, fucked up, but more because I don't think it's that funny. Like, that's, that's level one funny. You know, like, I wouldn't even laugh at that joke. you like, Drake is a woman or whatever. But people make that joke. He has a vagina and stuff like that, which is funny to me. You're like, hey, he's soft enough ah. to have a vagina. That's actually funny. Yes, that just is. saying Drake is a woman, not that funny. But, um, but I was, my main thing with Drake, I was like, he's soft. 
You know what I mean? And, and she was like, well, he reminds me of a lot of good men and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's neither here nor there. That's not the same thing as being like, Sierra is a hoe and this nigga should not date her. There's a difference. Like, you're saying because we know some of her sexual past, any dude dating her, Cam Newton dating her is a loss. Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, and, and I think for me, being a woman, and I should say the double standard thing really... It really pisses me off and irks me. Um, in our society, a lot of dudes can fuck a hundred women, and they're all this good who gets prop. You the man, you the pimp, whatever they want to call them. But if a woman turns around and does the exact same thing, um, she's a hoe, she's a slut, she ain't no good, you know, don't nobody want her. But yet, I have a problem with that because sex is sex and people enjoy sex. And just because you're a woman doesn't mean you enjoy sex better or less. And I think in our society... Um, it has it has been inbred in men and women that girls are supposed to be good girls, you're supposed to be virgin to get married or whatever that shit may be. But it's fake and it's false and it's lies. Yeah, it's women just, fuck. It's just weird because like Ciara is like Miss Fitness USA. Her fucking athletes kinda not I would expect that. I would be yeah. more shocked to see her come around with a fat dude. I'd be like, What? She getting out like that now? But two, you know, it's not like like I guarantee you will have a many dude she's been rumored to be attached to I guarantee it's not no crazy ass number it's just that we know these dudes that's all it's like Justin said well they might be in my circle that's like but they're not like as us as observers they ain't in our circle I'm just looking at her ass like yeah the nigga won she's not in my circle so me hooking up with her like I don't give a fuck who she's been fucking I'll never run into them cats (laughs) you know what I'm saying but if, if I'm in Cam Newton shoes I'm running into them dudes but even still, like he but just, I, but I expect for her to only date those dudes because right. that's her circle, right? That's what that's my point. Is yeah. like, and that's the other thing about this too that I didn't want to get into, but fuck it, it's also a race thing, man. Yeah, black people have this shit way harder than white people, man, and it's fucked up. We are way more like, yeah, we're safe. that woman is a hoe. She fucks some niggas that I know. Meanwhile, I've seen literally been at weddings where people have had sex in the wedding party. Like yep. that yes. bride had fucked that dude's groomsman. Yes, and you know, and they're cool with it. It's just Everybody's like it's not fine. a fucking thing. That's right. She ain't cheating on me. I love her, and we're together. Yes, this shit is a black thing. It's like yes. no, you had to find a clean black woman that, that of our choosing that we have decided is good enough for you. It's just weird, man. It's yeah. just it's weird. It's just and, weird. That's all. And, and to me, I think also for women. It also puts, uh, uh, I personally think it puts a, a terrible stigma on women exploring their sexuality. Because a lot of women won't do that shit because I'm considered dirty, I'm, I'll be considered nasty, they'll call me all these names. And I think that, um, like I said, guys can, can go out there and, and just do whatever the hell they right. want to. And they don't get the same. And I do think also, it, may ha- also, it is a black thing because in the black culture as a whole, we don't talk about sex. We just yeah. don't. Old folks just shut the hell up, clam up, look at you crazy, tell you to get out the room. They don't want to talk about shit, but guess what? We's fucking. What about that? Yeah. Don't y'all understand? I also, man, if I think a lot of dudes are fucking up because if y'all, and maybe it's just an internet thing, but I think it says the real life. If you would just unleash, like, just let some of your judgment go. Yes. Y'all could actually get fucked better, man. Yes. Y'all are fucking up your own sex. Judging these women and shit. Well, I like my like, women's even, season. Like, wow. even, like, that's the thing, though. But even if, like, you're like, no, I'm just judging Ciara right now. Like, say your girl's around when you call a Ciara a hoe. Or not you, but in general. Some dude is like, man, Ciara a hoe. She fucked three niggas. 
Yo, your girl hears that. She's like, I fuck eight niggas. And, yes. and she hears that you and think. now I can't be honest. Yeah, she, yes. she hears now that you think she is a hoe indirectly. And that kind of shit does pass on. And I yes, think that's the does. shit that she's like, I was going to suck his dick from the back, but mm, can't break that can't move out. Mm-mm, can't do that. And <laughs> yeah, and it would have blown his mind, but he'll never know. And, and, and that's the thing. I think that. Um, a lot of dudes put standards on women that they don't have for themselves. That's the problem I have. You know, you you say, okay, I can fuck anything, but she better not go fuck anything. Yeah, I could like I could only see I could only get mad, I would think. Not even mad. I would only feel some kind of way about it if that was my friend. That's the only way. If it was my friend, if it was like this chick dated my brother or some shit. No, we can't ever date. I'm sorry. That, that's 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 too close. Know, yes. But if it's just like some nigga at the Y, fuck him. What the fuck? He, if I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm not going to walk in the gym and be like, damn, fuck my girl, dude. I can never look you in the eye again. Yeah, like, and, fuck and, it, man. And, and I think a lot of Care about that nigga in the first place. I don't care about people I'm not fucking. It's not a game. Yes. It is not a game, y'all. When I say that, I always mean that shit. And also, I think that dudes have insecurities a lot of times. And bring that into the bedroom. And I, I'm, I believe you, right? I really think that a lot of dudes prevent the nasty... Uh, uh, you date this girl, okay, all of a sudden you say, well, well, you say that and she hears that. And let's say she could do some nasty shit to you. you never She's not going to now. No, you, you, you put it like this. You're hurting your own sexual experience with her. You know what was weird to me, though? What was even more just perplexing? The women... Came down on Ciara. Yes. For sleeping around. Because I was really like, women, in my opinion, are a much bigger purveyor of misogyny than men. Yes, they are. They like, go harder. Yes, they do. Like, because, like, just the way that they go on other women, like, the comments in my timeline that day that were the most like, God damn, you need to calm down, were from women. Straight up hate. You know, the other thing, too, is a lot of times women misconstrue what guys say. Um, Cause guys, even like when we talk at the gym, a guy can be like, "Man, that hoe fine. I can't wait to fuck up." Yeah. But when he's saying "hoe," he using the term loosely, like, like calling her a bitch women, or a female. But when women hear it, they be like, "Oh, he thinks she's a hoe." <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I mean, I don't think that's what would happen on my timeline. I really think people were like, "I know." Uh, it's like, like I said, the Kim Kardashian thing. I know she fucked three people. She a hoe. Uh, Amber Rose. I know she fucked Kanye and Wiz Khalifa. She a hoe. Like, it's just the knowledge of them having sex. It's not actually them being hoes. It's not actually literally like she fucked 27 people. You know, it's not a misunderstanding of the hoe. I mean, they are, of, of the term, they're literally being like, she's a slut. She's yeah, a hoe. Even, she's this. Because we know she fucked. And yeah. that's it. It's not It's not about the fact that, that she's out there fucking everything moving. It's and we know you fuck five people and they say And my thing and the same thing with women. Y'all bitches fucking too. You just jealous of her, so you turn around and do that. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't judging even, her. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't even calling them bitches though. I don't even Yeah, Will, calm down. I know Will right here. But I don't even know that this I don't even I, I honestly I don't know necessarily that it's just like jealousy. But I really think they have, because I think those same women have hangups in their bedroom. Yes, they do. So I don't think that it's jealousy. I think it's like a mental condition. They have been bred and taught, like, fucking is bad. And it makes you a bad person. And the only person you can fuck is your husband. You better not fuck him too good because he might know you a hoe. So it's, it's like mental conditioning that's been put on them. So I think those same chicks that are all uptight about, you know, Ciara fucking some dude or... 
uh, Kill Kardashian fucking some dude. Uh, I think they are uptight in their bedroom too. Yes, and, that, and that's sad because I don't know about nobody else, but I like to have sex and it feels good and I like to enjoy it to the fullest capability. And my thing is that most people don't even get the experience that they should get from their partner due to all these stigmas that they place on yeah. one another. He's like, hey, don't suck my dick. That is what hoes do. I'm like, now I'm going to go get me a hoe to suck my dick and cheat on my wife. It's the only way. Okay. There's no more efficient, better way. I wonder what the ratio is of these women that actually single, too. Doing all I didn't even want to get into that because that's another thing I don't really judge women by. I hate to use that standard of, but that's why you're single because it's another misogynistic tactic. And women women do that a lot more than men. Yes, but they do. Like that whole, like, that's why you're single shit is just trying to tear down women. Not that. For for not having a man, like having a man adds value to the situation. When in my belief, relationships are mostly fucking luck anyway. Finding the right person at the right time. But I feel like like women that actually are with somebody or are married or whatever, they don't care what the fuck she's doing. Cause well, that's because you're in a good relationship. Women that are people, not even women, people that are happily married, happily in relationships, which is a much much lower percentage, don't really give a fuck about other people. That's my belief. Oh, okay. There's a lot of motherfuckers that's, that's in relationships. And maybe that's what it is. I'm viewing it from my perspective. Yeah, you happy. That, I used to do that, too. I would talk to people and be like, yeah, man, but, I mean, you got a girl, so you should just do this. And then I'd be like, oh, I, I see what's going on here. You don't even like that bitch, do you? <laughs> Y'all don't even talk. Y'all don't get along. So I, it's a completely different, like, scenario. Yeah, right. so I don't even, I don't even say we're like, uh, cause a lot of people use that Well that's why she ain't got no man Cause she got an attitude And you like Yeah man But like There's a lot of women with men And they got attitudes Yes it is It's a lot of You know what I'm saying the happy part It's a lot of it's a Happy lot of, is the key It's a lot of happy single women You know what I'm saying Like, it's, right. like there's something missing in this analysis It can't just be If you check single or married Or with a man or whatever It's gotta be bigger than that And I think happiness is the key Like if you happy by yourself I doubt you'll be sitting around talking bad about who the fuck is fucking who. No, because you can care less. It's not much to say. What, <laughs> what is it to say? It's like video games. I discover pussy. It's over. It's a wrap. I don't, I don't care who you're fucking shit anymore. to do. Uh, um, Alright, uh, we got some articles and shit. <clears throat> and we should probably go ahead and get on those. Um, first of all, this is about, uh, speaking of family. Okay. A brother and sister who admitted having sex in a railway station have been spared jail. So that's good, you know. Oh. And I don't mean black brother and black sister. No, uh-uh. I mean it's a family affair. Uh-oh. Well, they say blood is thicker than water, can. Richard Finlay's son, 21, and his younger sister Christy, 18, were caught having intercourse at Motherwell train station. In Lanarkshire on June 27th last year. The pair, born both from Lanarkshire, pleaded guilty to the charge of, at an earlier hearing. Um, and today, Richard was put on probation uh, for two years, which will be reviewed in six months to decide whether he should receive uh, sexual offender counseling. She was eight. Uh, she was 18. Yeah, it's, I think it's the incest that's the lead here, Karen. I don't think okay. it's the age. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. I mean, well, they were 35. Bad. He was 35, she was no, 32. No, What's sorry. the problem? No, they should have been fucking. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm confused why they had to go to a train station to do that. Like, they home alone by themselves all the time, probably. 
I don't know, man. You know, you don't, you hear that car door open in the driveway, now you gotta stop. You know, so this way they can just go to the train station and they were some freaks. They was fucking in public and shit. Homeless person probably walked up on He looks from this picture. <laughs> yeah, he looks. Christy, Christy, who was 17 at the time of the offense, was also given probation uh, order for a uh, probation for one year and will receive counseling regarding mental health, substance abuse, and employment issues. Sentencing them at the Hamilton Sheriff County, uh, Hamilton Sheriff County Court today. Sheriff Ray Small said the public publicity the case had brought meant the pair's lives were now in ruin. Well, they were fucking each other as brother and sister. Life couldn't have been too great. Oh. <laughs> Before <laughs> this, when they were why, fucking each other. Why they should have any time? Like, that's them. That's them and they family. I don't give a fuck what they fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why is that even really a crime? Maybe it's because she was 17 at the time, but he is. I don't even I don't know Cause that would've made Been like 17 and 20 or something I don't I mean, know They've the probably been Fucking for years Right They've probably, they probably been Fucking for a long time Both brother and sister Have blamed each other For what happened I, oh, You hate to see A family turn on each other Especially <laughs> when they fuck You know yeah, it's, it's like a double spat It's a family spat And a lover spat Um After admitting The sex act Christy claimed That she was drunk And couldn't remember it a railway worker at the station raised the alarm after they were filmed in the elevator by the cameras. The 15-minute clip... Damn, I only got in there for the being public. He, he really put in work. He know the camera crew was watching. Yeah. Was Anytime I've had sex in public, it's been a minute or two. I was like, you gotta get this ah, over ah. with. Unless it's too hot. Fun, yes. I'll get up the windows. I don't hate to go to jail for this. That's the whole excitement of it. Yes, not going to jail. Yeah, you go home, you have sex later for a longer time because you like, remember when we was fucking in that elevator, you know? <laughs> a railway worker at the station raised the alarm. Um, 15 minute clip showed them both leaving the lift only to return to have sex a second time. The other. <laughs> wow. Yes. yes. She was drunk. The other thought problem I have if I see two people fucking in, on, the, on my camera. I'm not raising it at all. Yeah. I feel like good for them. Yeah, I'm actually trying to record it and put that shit on, like, uh, see if I can yeah. sell it. Like, I'm not calling nobody about Now, they in my yard or my property. Uh, right, that's different. Yes, that that is a problem. Hey, right. you got nigga, this cold out there. I ain't going out there to get you. you know oh, they had to get the day when the old workaholic security guard <laughs> was up in there trying to make And Andy Griffin was going to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, trying to get that raise. I know, he walked in there. Oh, what is this on? Yeah, try to get that raise. Top flight, I got a flashlight. <laughs> so, uh, and then raise an alarm too. Um, maybe, you know what it was? Maybe it was that second time. He's like, okay, yeah. once, that's enough. Two times is too much, yeah, damn it. Yeah, you're disrespecting me at work. Yes. <laughs> you walk right by my face, smelling like pussy. Two nuts and I can't get one? Yeah. <laughs> Share. I have fuck, an issue. Fuck, fuck, pass. <laughs> Everybody knows the rules. Um... Said, uh, she said, I've been made out to be a monster and I've had to deal with people calling me a prostitute. It changed my life forever and I wish I could go back in time. Christy was living in a homeless hostel at the time of the offense and said she's going to meet Richard to borrow money. Wow. That, that's some low shit, man. <laughs> Your sister needs to borrow money. And you be uh, like, what you going to do for it? Your sister, man. <laughs> Like you can get some of these twenties, yeah. But what you, what they mouth do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been looking at you for years, girl. Looking kind of right now. What you about seventeen? 
I know because I was at your birthday party. <laughs> you 17. I bought you the cake. Right, the other thing is, she had a fucking homeless hospital. Why he ain't like come stay with me? He yeah. could have got all the pussy he wanted. And why? Why oh, not? Camera. Why not let her come to the house and clean up, man? It's the least you can do. She Good homeless and shit. You know, let her get a good shower in. Before you fuck your sister, at least at least treat her to a good meal or something. She's obviously on drugs. I bet you he didn't even somebody. kiss her afterwards. No, he was like, "Get out of my face, bitch! You a hoe now, just like Ciara." Oh wait, I, I'll tell mom and dad I see you. I love you. Yeah. See you at Christmas. Um, Christy, Christy was living in a homeless hostel, so she went to get the money. She said that they were waiting on the platform for the train for his train home. When she drunkenly suggested going outside for a cigarette, when she showed up drunk, which I never understood. If you're if you're borrowing money from me, you can't show up under the influence of anything that costs money. Okay, you can't show up. Like, I just drank a fifth of gin. Well, did that cost money? Because you're asking for that, and I would like to know I'm gonna get it back. You know. So maybe that's when he decided, like, well, you got to be fucking or something. And ass, gas, and cash. What does she need money for anyway? Ah! Like, she's at a place where it's, it's, home, it's for homeless people, so they feed and you got a roof over your head and everything. Like, you don't have no bills. What you need money for? So they both went to the lift, and within a matter of seconds, started to have sex after he suggested it. Now, it sounds consensual to me. She's like, <laughs> when I was drunk. Like, how drunk, how drunk do you got to be to <laughs> fuck your sibling? <laughs> You know, I'm pretty sure if I get a uh, little tipsy at New Year's Eve, me and my brother won't be fucking. No, pretty I'm sure I'll be okay. Oh, absolutely sure. Like I don't think I don't think there's enough alcohol in the world where I would be like, you know what? You looking good, girl. Come on over here, ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, is that my cousin? Look at that ass. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a high percentage. She's safer. Being with me, right? Cause nothing's gonna happen, right? I will keep a nigga off you, like that. You don't have to worry about it. You're like that. If anything, you might want to fuck some dude and not get some because of me. Well, not yeah. in this like sample. no, you're not. You gonna get away from me? That's my, you know, that's my sister. Not in this sense. No, he's like I, somebody's gonna do it. Teach her a lesson. Um, so he started. So he suggested sex. They started having. Richard, who was discharged from the army because of a knee injury, blamed his little sister, saying, "This is the biggest mistake of my life." He insisted it was a drunk Christy who had initiated sex in the lift, and saying he just went along with it. Like even still, yeah, like free pussy. Hey, why are you on the painkillers from his knee? <laughs> like even like think about this, man. Like an ugly woman. Couldn't suck your dick if you didn't want her to. An ugly woman. Yep. So it's your sister. Nobody just goes along with it. Nobody just goes along with any sex, dude. You are. You're like, yeah. At some point, you're in. Just be like, yeah. You're yeah. in or you're out. Well, not only that, but his dick had to get hard for them to consent to it. And, and what about the second twice. time? Ah. Did you just go along with it the second time too? Well, if you insist, sister, <laughs> I'll do anything for my family. Oh man! Um, the pair was convicted of committing incest. Uh, so, oh, that's what they went to jail for. So, yeah, it wasn't actually the underage stuff; it's just incest. And I know it's illegal here too because they were saying that um, years ago, uh, a lot of rich people were doing that so that they wouldn't have to share their wealth outside of their um, family line. 
So they are used to go to use to test people's blood and things like that. So they make sure they wouldn't brother and sister because children come out retarded. Well, I think people would want to see the picture for the next article because that's what makes this funny to me. Ah! Because this dude Kyle looks like Seth Rogen just a little bit. Um, teacher accused of making fun of his special ed students on Facebook. Oh! It takes a certain type of person to be a special education teacher. You must love kids, and you need to have patience and compassion in your heart. Apparently, the Mobile County school system wasn't looking for patience and compassion the day they hired Jeremy Hollinger. He doesn't fit the description at all. In fact, it's as if they went to the set of Jackass and chose the one who would work for the least amount of money. Well, I mean, this article seems a little biased. You know, what about his perspective? Hollinger. Seems a little insensitive for them being upset with somebody for being insensitive. Yeah, it's like they're picking. Ah. Him. It's like it's like maybe he is he is uh, emotionally handicapped. You know, he doesn't feel the same sensitivity as the rest of us. And now they're picking on him and putting him out in the front street because of this. Not good. Hollinger is accused of repeatedly belittling his second grade students on Facebook. I mean, this guy posted statuses that said, "I guess crayons are on the menu." <laughs> kids are eating crayons. Yeah. What's wrong with that though? That's not even kids yeah. Kids eat crayons. Like it's something wrong with you for judging them. <laughs> like if you looked at his status and was like he's picking on those kids, <laughs> you must have ate crayons. Yeah, you crayon eating yes. motherfuckers. Yeah, I did. Sure I did. I grew to. We're, we're surrounded by crayon eaters. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like it's probably like the red or the blue or the or the or the, or the, the, the fluorescent colors. I probably work with somebody that ate crazy. Oh yeah, ate true and super. Yeah, and crap. secretly they've been harboring all this resentment for years. And they took it out on this poor man. Um, he also said, "Why is there why is there shit on the floor?" And he literally took one of his kids' helmets, put it on his head, and took this picture and put it on Facebook. <laughs> and the picture he has is a retard face. But he looks like Seth Rogen. I can't be mad at him. Aww. Like if he didn't look like himself, like if he looked like Teray, I would be pissed. Because yeah. Teray has one of those faces. But but he looks like Seth Rogen, and I I just keep hearing Seth Rogen's laugh and start laughing. You know when you see it, the picture just looks funny. But then when you hear the context, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, fucked it's up. Even yes, it is. But now it's yeah, it's fucked up. It's, <laughs> Made it perfect for this show. Uh, Celeste Dennis transferred her son from some elementary school in Mobile after she saw what he did with her son's helmet. Oh. So I bet you the other teacher page probably just private now. (laughs) Same comments, just same jokes and shit. Uh, It hurt. It genuinely hurt me. My son wears a helmet for seizures during PE. He had a picture of himself with my son's helmet, making fun of him. Uh, like it was some type of joke. That, well, it was some type of joke. It was a yeah, joke. Yeah. You should have laughed. Funny. <laughs> but you know, you know what's funny though is, um, I mean, obviously not this, but um, <laughs> well, that's up for debate. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's, what's funny though is like, um, if, if like if, if he's wearing a helmet and taking all these pictures and all this shit, but what if he's also like the best fucking teacher in the world? Like, what if those kids don't... Because these kids don't know that shit. Yeah. Don't know that. They're not his Facebook friends. <laughs> like, he could be the best fucking teacher in the world. Like, he drove my son home from school. My car got a flat. Then he changed my tire. And all this. Nope, none of that matters. Took a picture on Facebook. Fuck you. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's smart. Obviously, this dude's stupid shit. Yeah. 
But still, man, like, it's just funny. Like, he's going down for this shit forever. Ever. I didn't even think crayons is all on the menu. How's that? How's that any type of slander for a second grade class? There's people too uptight. I, um, I used to have a, a sex ed teacher come out and um, do things, sexual education for my kids I used to work with. And she had multitude of sexual partners, right. not even practicing say sex herself. Right. Good instructor though. Right. Related to the children. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Uh, <laughs> like just do your be good at your job. Speaking of uh, being good at your oh, job, that smile. Yeah, I guess I better send this picture to the chat room. And that hell. Yeah, they gonna want to see this guy. Um, but uh, you know how we were talking about family earlier. Well, another person had a family squabble. This time was father and son. Yeah. Police said a St. Petersburg father stabbed his son several times Friday morning, possibly over a can of llama beans and other pipes. Personal. Oh, this has got to be in the country. Where is this at? Uh, St. Petersburg, Virginia. I don't know. South Carolina. <laughs> Florida. Florida. St. Petersburg, Florida. Um. Uh, yeah, it's in Florida. They go Tampa Bay. Okay, go- I knew it had to be down south. Oh, Florida. <laughs> Uh, Donald Wynn, 54, is charged with attempted murder in the first degree. Ooh. Police said they received a call about a stabbing at 10 a.m. And they give the address. When they arrived, they found Donald Gilly, 26, suffering from multiple stab wounds to his abdomen and chest. And that's why, you know, a lot of people still live at home with their parents. And you're getting up there. You know, they even changed the healthcare thing where you can stay on their insurance a little longer. Hey, man, hey. Get, get, your the get the fuck out, man. man get your own this, it doesn't matter how sane this man was at the start of this. <laughs> you reach a certain age living under another man's roof. Well, he goes gonna stab you over some lima beans, dog. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't your get fault necessarily, out. but you definitely need to get the fuck out before it gets the lima bean stabbing time. Cause it's coming, uh, dog. Uh, the uh, other thing is, was it attempted murder or his form of punishment? Like. Yo, I, I brought I'm, you in this world. I'm, I'm gonna say, say, I'm gonna say attempted murder, because <laughs> he's over that age of like, he's at that age where you only fight to kill. Like yeah, once you get to a certain age, you know, and I guarantee yeah. this all came down to like, boy, don't eat my last can of lima beans. Yeah, no man. Not see you down here. You ain't, you ain't working. Playing that goddamn, uh, you know they always fuck up the name like. Playing that goddamn Sega PlayStation all day. <laughs> what is that? The Nintendo just you over there playing the goddamn Nintendo just all day. The Nintendo and uh, Being you, a lazy ass bum. I come home. Boy, I done told you if you bring your ass in here one more goddamn time, like, and you come here touching my shit, I'm gonna stab yeah. you. Like I, I've seen you, you don't wrote your name on the milk and the cereal, <laughs> both of which I bought. You know, so he's like, you know, yes, he had, he had struck a cold. I guarantee it went down and like I that. I bet you he was worn. I promise you, he was worn. And twenty six is just a little too. It's like a year past where I can sit you down and talk to you. At this point, I stabbing is, <laughs> stabbing yeah, has to have you officially grown. So um, that, so basically, man. uh they went in, they found the son suffering from multiple stab wounds to his abdomen and chest. Gilly, who celebrated his birthday last week. Oh. Told you. Happy that, birthday. Told you. It was, that, it was that number. Happy birthday. It was that number. His dad just snapped. He was like, look, you can stay here till you're 25, okay? Now you're 26. That, that's, 
You gotta get out, boy. You're writing your name on the orange juice and shit. He's like, oh, dad, I'm, I'm gonna look for a job tomorrow. You know, he's like, Lamont, you big dummy, I told you, or whatever. And then, and then, <laughs> why does Lamont always have that tight ass jacket? Anyway, and he put his hands in the jacket. Um, but, um, anyway, so he, I, I guarantee he gave him the talking to. And my man was like, fuck it, man, I'm 26. I'm still staying here. What the fuck you gonna do? And I'm eating these lima beans, nigga. And this, this knife came out, dude. Um, police said Wynn told him that he accused Gilly of stealing some personal belongings, including a can of lima beans. He then became angry and stabbed Gilly several times with a folding blade pocket knife. Right. Sound like some of old school player would have. Old men be having that shit, dog. <laughs> like these young boys be running up on old men thinking they about to do something. Old men be prepared, dog. They don't want to fight, but they prepared to fight. And you know one thing about old people? When they threaten you, believe them. I promise you, he told him, nigga, I will stab It's the same thing I told you about that boat. He, that man, that man told his son, I will throw your ass in this goddamn ocean. <laughs> Keep fucking that with me. That little boy was not 26 either. Please believe me. And that little boy bucked up and he said, I de- I'm an old man. I deliver on my threat, player. <laughs> You're going in the water. Now, I will save you, but your ass is going in the goddamn water. Learn, he learned a lesson that day. You know what I haven't read about? That little boy talking shit in the news. <laughs> I haven't read that. I haven't read that follow-up story, CBS. <laughs> I'd like another interview with the father. I guarantee that little that motherfucker's probably an honor roll student right now. <laughs> Making straight A's. Like he hasn't gotten in trouble at school once. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Room clean. Maybe it was the almost drowning. The teachers were amazed. His grades went up. Uh it says according to the report, the father and son didn't have a working relationship until recently. And Gilly just moved in with Wynn roughly one month ago. Too, yeah. too old. Like, he, I get, he moved in and he said, listen, boy, your birthday is in three weeks. You got to be out of here in three weeks. You're going to be 26. All right, now leave. I only got one demand. You get a job and get out by your 26. And don't touch my can of lima beans or I'll stab your ass. Okay? And he decided to test him, man. Uh, the father was on medication and was a little off, said Ramsey's Khan. Uh, Wynn and Gilly's landlord. They got to fighting. The father cut the son in the stomach and the son hollered for my help. My wife went and called the police. Wynn was booked uh, in jail for attempted first degree murder. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I say he good parenting. I mean, yeah. for the first time, actually some good parenting since they just reunited. Yeah. So he gave him all those years off and now he had to go ahead and get back into it. Um, so we haven't talked about sword ratchetness and for those of people that know, it's fall. It's getting colder. Football season's in full swing. It's about to start of the basketball season. And a lot of people don't know this, but this is the time, the official beginning of swords season. Okay? Swords taking over. For Halloween? No. Swords ratchetness, Karen. What do we talk about here? We don't talk about Halloween swords. Yeah, they talk about real ass swords to get people stabbed up and killed. And see, the thing is, because you now you can wear more clothing, coats. You yep. can hide, they hide their swords now. You're inside more because yeah. it's cold. Where are the swords at? In the inside, house. In the house. Now it's time. It's that time of year. So you'll see a spike in sword violence from now on until the end of the winter. This is how it happens. We need to create a sword rack for people to keep in their cars. So that, no, I don't want them to take the swords mobile. I need, I need less yes. swords. 
But the thing is, you'll have so much money, you'll never be around anyone no, that actually has a sword. Give us your swords, we give you some money. Yeah, I might be playing ball. Yeah, I might be playing. Yeah, we need a. Uh, we need to do like the Atlanta did during the playoffs. Yeah, just, they gave away. Give, yeah, they gave away uh, tickets. Hawks tickets yes. to people that turned in guns. We do that with swords, man. We need to get the swords off the street. No, see, yeah, now you making the swords mobile. Niggas just gonna be at the basketball court like, fuck that, son. You found me? Okay, yeah. I'll be right back. Cut up everybody. You won't be at the court. You'll have your own private facility where uh, everybody comes ball at your place. I'm not that rich. I don't know what. But you will be <laughs> with the sword car rack. Maybe in Herman Cain's America, but I'm not gonna be responsible for that. I have more. Not with the nine nine nine. Like you might as well have just suggested I go work for Steve Harvey. That's how I sold my <laughs> right now. I'm like, you don't even know me. Yes, I would never. I can't profit off If you started of writing Steve Harvey jokes. Think about how I would never profit off of that shit. Think about how better life would be. The 33-year-old man was shot in the leg and wounded during the attack, Uh which took place uh, at a local prefect's office in the city of Borges. I don't know. B-O-R-G-E-S. But uh, witnesses say... Oh, wait. I skipped a paragraph. A man armed with a Japanese samurai sword killed a policewoman and wounded two other people on Friday during an attack on a local government office in central France. Damn. Uh, witnesses said that before the attack, the man had been rejected for a gun license at the office. So he oh. couldn't get a gun, so he went and got his sword. That's why you need sword licenses. See? Yes. See? This is a perfect... This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. If you took middle. swords as seriously as you took guns, yes. see, he didn't have access to a gun. Why? Because you take guns serious. You need to get a fucking license. He couldn't pass whatever it was for a license. He was that goddamn crazy. <laughs> <It's been dope. laughs> Sorry. But he was able to get a fucking sword. He was able to just be like, yeah, man, I'm going to go to the fucking pawn shop and buy a sword. Why? Because we don't take swords serious. You can just do that shit. It's amazing. Um, and he failed for a reason, so he had no business with a sword. I blame a lot of times too. I blame the victims. Why would you fight somebody that has a sword with your hands? I got a feeling it's not going down like no. in those and, 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 and he watch. killed the police officer and shit. He came to fight. Yeah, I, I, I got a feeling that I got a feeling these sword dudes ain't fighting the fair one. Yeah, I don't think they walk in like Clint Eastwood and announce. Nah, I'm back with my sword. I think they just start stabbing up motherfuckers. Yes. You're like, what happened? Yes, you just standing by. You got a sword to the chest. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you don't notice a motherfucker with a sword. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Especially when you own a gun, you're like, wait, he has a sword. I'll, at that point, I'm. I mean, to some extent, you're right. I mean, this is why I don't go down Will's house. Oh no. You know, no. Will be like, hey man, I'm gonna order the fight. I'll be like, man, nah, you still got them swords. <laughs> You still got some swords. Matter of fact, you added a sword. Yeah. yeah. What if I'm rooting for uh, Pacquiao and you root for Mayweather? I don't want to have that problem. No, I'm good. I mean, that nigga might win. Now I got to get stabbed because yeah. this nigga yeah. want to fight. Can't even see the end of the fight. No, yeah. No. Maybe he got, yeah. Um, let's see. The 30-year-old um, policewoman was seriously wounded and died shortly after the attack. Damn. The interior ministry said another policeman was wounded in the shoulder and a, cur- a local bureaucrat was also lightly wounded. And Why third, was a light wound? A third, I don't know. I, I love when articles just decide. Like, oh, he was lightly wounded. He, he lost that. He lost the use of his hand and will never walk again. Um, the 30-year-old policewoman was, okay, yeah. A third officer shot and wounded the attacker, after which he was subdued and taken into custody. At the scene, Interior Minister Claude Guyant said the attacker had been a teacher 
who was not known at all to police, but who, according to academic authorities, was showing signs of weakness in his teaching. <laughs> well, maybe he wasn't teaching sword class because he almost killed three people. This incident is a reminder that the profession of a police officer is a profession of a daily public service as an always dangerous profession that deserves respect. The French police union denounced the attack and called for maximum sentences to be systematically applied to cop killers. So, uh, And that's the thing I hate right there. I don't give a fuck he was a cop. I want you to maximize he's all murders. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do like I don't like that either. Yeah, not just because he killed a cop, so that's a profession he chose the same way motherfuckers choose. She chose. Well that person chose. Yeah. The same way motherfuckers choose to be senators or teachers or trash men or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Go ahead, Karen. And my thing is this. They should have laws. You know, they have certain laws where you have to have carry a permit. You can't pull guns out of certain areas. They need that with swords, too. They all say, okay, motherfucker, you pull this out in the general public. We're going to charge you. You know, and if you attack somebody, we're going to charge you. Well, by the time somebody pulls out a sword, it's already too late. That's true. It's been evidence. They shouldn't be allowed to have the swords without a license in the first place. Yes, that you have. If he couldn't get a gun license, that's right. He shouldn't be able to get a sword license. You know, ironically though, that lets you know that there's some people in pretty high places that carry swords, and yeah, they're not gonna let that shit I'm happen. I'm fighting no. this fight by myself because um, Jaquetta's husband is a samurai lawyer. Okay, the lawyers got swords now, man. Who can we trust? That's what I'm saying. This Who's going to fight my fight? It's people in high places. We might have to start talking about swords the same way we talk about, uh, you know, Harvard Marathon. Yeah. And who um, is that? Not going to... Another, um... With that mythological character. I'm not going to read right. this whole article, uh, but MC Hammer apparently is starting a search engine. A search engine. The venerable rapper who helped usher hip-hop into the pop mainstream in the early 90s has rolled out a search engine in hopes to outperform Google, Bing, and other established tools. The project called WireDo, W-I-R-E-D-O-O, has been two years in the making, said Hammer. Uh, Wednesday at, at a Web 2.0 summit in San Francisco, at the conference he said he will make his search tool better than Google, um, and they got jokes in it, or too legit to quit, if you will. Uh, it will be its deep search ability. That's what's going to make it better. Deep search. Whatever that means. No, see, you deep searching, nigga. You can go fuck with that light searching on Google if you want. Is that what the extra O is for? Yeah. <laughs> word, the, the, word. The two O's in Google. Word, and you can. That magically your mind. And you got Bing biting all shit from Google. Word. Let's, let's see what your deep search is going to do. At the conference, he said that uh, the deep search is going to be the shit. It's about relationships beyond just keywords, he said. Uh, the rapper turned entrepreneur um, said said a search would render out just not just direct results, but also information on possibly related targets or uh, topics. His tagline is "Search once and see what's related." I'm gonna be it all kinds of shit, then, ain't I? Other details <laughs> related to, to what you just know, right? With. Search once to see what's related. Uh, you can buy Too Legit to Quit. Uh, you can buy... Hammer don't hurt You can buy Hammer's DVD. What if he got this Parachute idea pants. from the phone that makes you want to not use your phone? Right, yeah. Here's a phone where you will never want to use your phone. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who... Other than the people that are like, yes, we can buy another sucker to take some money from this food. 
him spend his millions the last yeah, time. They was like, you know what? Hammer's doing it for another ripoff. Um, fucking idiot, man. So, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Uh-oh. A note to would-be crooks channeling their favorite superhero. Just because you're wearing the mask, it doesn't mean you have superpowers. Authorities in North Carolina say a sword-wielding bandit bandit Wearing a Spider-Man mask, walked into a convenience store Wednesday morning and demanded money. Sword season is here. <laughs> Two stories here about swords in a week. Not even in a week. Just in, within from Sunday to Thursday. Except as a superhero. And he, now he's wearing a Spider-Man mask. Aww. He did pick a good uh, superhero. I mean. You think he was black? It was the multi-racial. Now I think it was Peter Parker. He ain't got a job no more. <laughs> uh, the Onslaught County Sheriff's Office says the clerk pulled out a broom and poked the suspect in the stomach. A second clerk joined in the struggle and the suspect lost his mask and part of his ponytail was ripped out before he fled. Oh, that beat the shit out of him. Deputies found him at a near at his nearby home. 56-year-old Dale Faulty. <laughs> Dale. 56. Yeah, he didn't even use his old man's strength, unless they were older. Uh, he faces several charges. He's jailed on a $100,000 bond, and it wasn't immediately known if he had an attorney, but... Man, they were, they, I know they was like, nigga, you ain't got no guns. We will whoop your ass out of here. You know what's funny is that $100,000 bond, I mean, they know he ain't got no money. He out here robbing the <laughs> convenience <laughs> yeah. store. Yes. He, you know, it's going to be time served by the time they get around to trial for him. I think his robbery was in the pre-beta state. <laughs> <laughs> that shit did that shit never got off the ground. Oh, pre-beta problems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a man who shot his partner's boss through the leg, scrotum, and buttock with a spear gun. Oh! <laughs> Because his he suspected they were having an affair, was jailed for eight years yesterday. That's the combination of a gun and a sword. And and gayness. All these people are gay. The victim suffered horrific injuries, including a broken arm, bruised to his body following the attack on March 11th, and continues to battle depression, paranoia, post-traumatic stress disorder. And you know what? I believe him. Yeah. If I got spear guns through my legs and my nuts. <laughs> I think I'm going to be, yeah, and my ass, I think I'm going to be a little paranoid for the rest of my life, dog. And I'm going to be depressed. And I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> yeah. Like, all this shit makes sense to me. Like, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night like, no, don't shoot. Oh, I mean, uh. You think you're going to walk around talking to yourself, too? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's great. Of course. You're going to um, be talking to myself like Cobra Commander at the end of G.I. Joe movie, the, the cartoon. What's up, <laughs> <laughs> Beer cutting my balls off. Yeah, that'd be hard just to even function, man. Yeah, uh. Go, number nerds! Richard McDonald, 25, suspected his partner was having an affair. Oh, no. So it's not gay. 
when she, I don't know why they use partner in this article. Okay, girlfriend? Okay. Yeah, they could have Why who uses partner instead of girlfriend? The gay, the gay writer? Yeah, this is weird. Anyway, so um, Richard McDonald, 25, suspected his partner was having an affair when she stated, started, when she started spending more time at her job in Charleston. Uh, <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it every time. She decided to leave McDonald in early March when he, he when then wait in early March she decided to leave him. Then she arranged for her boss and others to help her move out of her uh, her old home. McDonald warned his partner and the victims that the victim was was not welcome, but the victim arrived regardless and helped with the move. Now see, that's one of those like trying to measure my balls. You know what I mean? No, no pun intended. Ah. But that was him. That was the the new dude trying to show up and be like, "Motherfucker, you ain't gonna tell me. I can't help my girl move." And you like, "Motherfucker, this is my house. She moved out of. Step on my property. A spear gun in your ass. Think it's a joke." And what did we say about threats? Oh, definitely. People follow through. You gotta follow through on threats. Take it serious. I bet you he probably went hunting too. You don't know how many deers he done shot in the nuts in the buttocks. I mean, that sounds like some good aim. He is a pro. That sounds like some good aim. Yeah, he aimed for them balls. He's been hitting nuts for real. Like, I guarantee, I guarantee he was like, dude, froze. He's like, hey, put the spear gun down. And he's like, dude, just don't kill me. He's like, you're gonna wish I killed you. (laughs) And the other thing is, he did warn him, so yeah, sometimes you get what you ask for. Yeah, it's like I always I said, can... man, spear the guns or the balls. Oh, I can only imagine the scream from that. That had to be yeah. a terrifying scream. Combination of gun and sword. Is... It was a high pitched scream. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it was terrified. I'm right. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so he told dude he couldn't come in, but when the partner and another woman struggled with the television and put it down. McDonald and another man tried to take it over. But the victim came over and put picked up the television and said, two women struggling with the TV and you won't even let me help them? You fucking weirdo. And does it take two pussies to pick up a TV? See? So he's over there talking shit. So now not only is this man's woman leaving him, and he's taking what little what pre- little pleasure he can by making these bitches struggle with everything. He's like, lift that couch then, bitches. <laughs> like you lifted my heart when you broke it, you bitch! Yeah. I kill you! Just leave! She said she left over work. Yeah. Like, no, you left over the dick you was getting at work. Yeah, you working your boss. And now this nigga coming here to help you move stuff. And then, instead of leaving well enough alone, he hops in the middle of that egg and that's fat and starts talking shit. You fucking weirdo. Look at your pussy is lifting up a TV. A creep. You know what? He deserved to be shot. <laughs> yep. He deserved. There you got. There you got it. Okay. Yeah. You got it. You got what you asked You'd have been like, you know what, baby, get somebody else to help you move this shit. McDonald then went upstairs, got the spear gun, and went outside in search of the victim. Now you know what's funny too. You know his ex knew that nigga had. <laughs> of course she did. And she didn't say shit. Why? Cause she wanted that TV. She ain't say shit, dog. That is foul as fuck. That is foul as fuck, man. She could have at least been like, hey, you know, you know he carries a spear gun. Just, when we go over here, please just don't say shit to him. Nah, she's like, she's just like, I just need to get my TV. That's all. I just want my TV. He's a little weird, but hey, I'm breaking up. You get this pussy now anyway. Just come on over and watch, watch him, okay? Yeah, we just need to use your pickup truck, really. That's yeah. really what it's about. Uh, despite the efforts of uh, witnesses to protect the victim, McDonald's... <laughs> so he's like running behind people and shit. No! 
You my dude and all. Know you many, yeah. many years. But yeah, my fucking got spanked. I'm like, Rob, right, man. Yeah, you got a problem. I'm like, listen. I tell you what I would do. Call nine one one for you, Joe. <laughs> I just already have him on the line. Like, dog, it look like you about to get speared in the next. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and call. Don't hide behind me. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, it's fucked up with him to be hiding behind the witnesses. Yeah, like the witness. <laughs> it don't have to be the work. Like, John, put down the spear gun. Don't, don't spear him in the balls. Come on, don't spear him in the balls. You don't have to do this. He probably was like, y'all might want to move too. Yeah, unless you want to get speared in the ass and the balls. I suggest you get out the way. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll shoot you in the pussy lips. I'm surgical. I'm surgical with this motherfucker. Regular I'm fight, I got your back. I got your back, man. Regular fight, I got your back. So um, so uh, they so then he shot. Uh, McDonald fired, and the spear went through the victim's right buttock, scrotum, and left leg, with the spear protruding 1.5 meters out of his thigh. Damn, how long is that? Oh, it must hit I all mean, this. All the dark meat. I mean, this woman's still that long. That's that's long enough to go through somebody. McDonald then pulled on the rope attached to the spear until it broke. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Torture. <laughs> Torture, motherfucker. And, and then bashed the victim in the head with the body of the gun. Hey, he warned him, though. Shit. Yo, man, you don't go to another man's house, take his woman, and call him a pussy, man. You don't do that. I bet you he was like, smell my finger. How was, he, right, how was he supposed to take it? That's what I want to know. How was he supposed to take you calling him a pussy in front of his ex? And on top of that, I bet you won't do that shit no more. I of mean, course he won't. He can't. <laughs> he only got one ball left, Karen. Y'all already gambling with the one you had. <laughs> McDonald's. He lost. He lost. 50%. 50% capacity. McDonald's then pulled the rope attached. Yeah, broke it. Hit dude in the head with the gun. McDonald got in his car and said, Come on to the road. Cut so I can run you down. And does it hurt? <laughs> That's what you might as well have ended that with. You mad, bro? <laughs> What's funny though, it's real funny. Because after he shot him, he walked up over him. Yes. I guarantee you he stood over him talking shit. And hit him with and that And worked himself gun. up to hitting him with the gun. Yeah. Like he worked himself up in the delight. And, and, and the thing is, you were right, man. That spear gun is so intimidating. Everyone had to move out the way. Like he was like, he was like, y'all better move, y'all better move. And then everybody had to be like, don't do it, McDonald. It's not worth it. He was like, get the spear gun too. And like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'll move. And I've, I've seen you hit a bear before. Fuck that. Um, this, uh, the victim was taken to the hospital and the spear was removed. McDonald was arrested, 15 kilometers south of Glen, that uh, Glen Irons that night. He pleaded guilty to wounding with intent to cause grievous body bodily harm and was jailed for eight years with a non-parole pending period of four years. He's eligible for parole March 2015. And you know what? I guarantee you all that could have been avoided if once he pulled out the spear gun, if the original dude would have just been like, my bad. You know what? Yeah. I went too far. Like, uh, yeah. I fucked up. Nowhere yeah. did you see that he tried to apologize. He probably was talking shit the whole time. Well, you know what happened? That girl was there. They both was doing that shit for that girl. She must have had that good good or something. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. A man was busted for a sexual encounter with a dog. Uh-oh. My dog is like my child. I know people say he's just a dog, but they don't want to understand how I feel. I feel bad. Saturday morning, police arrested 40-year-old Kimberly Lawson for allegedly having sex with a dog. A German Shepherd named Adam. 
Wait, that's a woman's name, though, isn't it? Yep. The dog's owner, Carolyn Morris, says she found out about the abuse when her neighbors came and told her what she what they saw. Saturday morning, and he just said something. He just said, someone is having sex with my dog. And I just could not believe it. And I said, let's call 911, and that's what we did. Neighbors say they called police after they saw Lawson pull down his pants, get on his knees, and allow the dog to mount him. We wouldn't have thought that somebody, I'm just going to say it, raping my dog, because that is what he did. I had to tell Adam he didn't do anything wrong. The man did something wrong. Ah! It's all in the hell. You have a counseling with the dog, girl? I know yeah. you're traumatized. I know. Well, you know, I like, I like Dark Hater would ask, like, what did the dog have on you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds consensual to me. Well, he must have had his ass out. I mean, if the and dog was giving it, if the dog was giving it, you know, it's like Karen said, he's walking around butt naked. All that dog dick just swinging in the air. Of course this man had to rape him. It's not his fault. What kind of man is named Kimberly? Uh, that's what I need to know. Did he change his name to Kimberly or is he born that way? Um, We wouldn't have thought this. Okay, Ma, Morris says she believes the abuse had been going on for nearly a month because Adam had been acting strange. Uh-oh. Yeah. Witnesses said, oh, what, what, how strange had he, had he been smoking cigarettes? <laughs> what are you even doing strange? Did he, did he start talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking long showers in the, by himself crying. Like, what was, he, what was the dog doing different? Watching <laughs> the Lifetime channel? House all sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uncontrollable bowels. Like, you're like, why is dude just dripping out your ass? <laughs> what yeah. doing that before? What was the dog yeah. doing? Uh, witnesses say, Witnesses who saw the act told police the dog mounted the suspect on at least three total occasions within an hour's time. Oh. I feel like I let Adam down. That's how you feel as a parent. If you are a parent and your child gets violated like that, you would feel like you let your child down because you were not there to protect them, and that's how I feel. Lawson has been charged with a criminal offense against the animal. You know, the thing is, though, I hate... Well, first of all, I have two problems with that. It sounds like the dog offended him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's first. <laughs> and the second I, part... It sounds like she has a dog rapist and she's in denial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dog raping that man. And the other part is is that I hate when people compare shit to, like, children. Yeah. Like, that's, no, it's not the same as a child. And ask any parent whose child has been offended and see right. if that's the same. I don't think it's the same. And, no. and that's the same logic that when people always compare shit to slavery right. and yeah. all type of you can't compare the, they, they you can't compare them. Just stay in your lane, compare the shit that they hurt your feelings and, well, and do a better of, job of watching your dog. Speaking of watching your dog, uh-oh. A Larksville man charged by the FBI in a food contamination plot repeatedly injected his semen into the lunches of his female co-workers. Word. That's what we doing now. Like a test run. Just, you know, see see what happens. Semen sandwiches oh, for no, everybody. I no wonder why that sandwich was extra rich and creamy. Mm-hmm. You thought that was mayo. I guarantee you uh, that. Oh, it's um, Miracle Whip. I whipped that up I guarantee myself. you that skin complexion cleared up. Mm-hmm. They should uh, be thinking. They should be thinking this man. Yet, they gonna sit and complain. Authorities said Joseph Martorillo... Secretly injected semen into yogurt that two female co-workers brought for lunch at Procter & Gamble Paper Products in Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming County. Details... Get all my food at my desk. Fuck that. Details continue to emerge Wednesday in the case that came to light Tuesday when federal prosecutors announced 
The 60-year-old was facing food tampering charges and the semen spreading plot. Well, it's good. That's how they found out. Because I was wondering, like, were they drink, eating their yogurt like, hmm, you know what? I ordered the peach. I didn't order a peach with a hint of semen. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes this a little tastes, semen-y. <laughs> this tastes sperm You taste the sperm <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen a situation like this before, Mitchell said. It's definitely very unique. Mitchell detailed how investigators became aware of the crime, but wouldn't specify what led them to Bartorillo, a veteran employee who was married and had no criminal history. The victims began to notice something was wrong with their yogurts. There were pink, there were pin marks. Who's eating the yogurt with a pin mark? <laughs> Don't you stop there. Like, ooh, my wife is poisoning me. And just stop. That or the fact it's an uh, open container. Like, best case scenario, it's semen. <laughs> That's best case scenario, dog. It's not like they're putting pins in there to put more yogurt in. Like, it's either cyanide or, or sperm. I bet the other um, sperm <laughs> injected yogurt workers are thinking, you know what? We need to get smaller needles. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get smaller needles. Helping them come up with the perfect crime. That's how we're gonna get called as the needle hole. Yeah, don't, needle. don't they pay attention? Don't they have stuff around it that say if this shit being tampered with, don't eat it? Well, they can get hungry, can Apparently, when it has that spermy taste to it, is ah, you overlook those things. Uh, the yogurt also smelled and tasted bad, so they did eat that shit. <laughs> after smelling it, after smelling, that means they opened it up with the pan freak. Took a good long sniff and then took a bite and was like, "Yep, I was right. It's it's serious." Um, they had to just prove. They had to prove. They had to prove wrong. Huh? Mitchell said the victims knew something was wrong but didn't know what. Authorities are still trying to determine the motive for the crime. Like there could be a motive. Has there ever been a good reason to inject? Sperm from a needle into I a mean, fucking yogurt. If he's trying to share nutrients. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think they got enough vitamin D. I'm trying to help. A vitamin you know, S. That's my motive. What was that conversation like at the luxury table though? Like when they smelled it, she was like, oh, this smells bad. And the other was like, no, no, this semen. Like, no, it's, yeah. just, no, it's just bad. It's like, no, it's, it's semen. No, no, it's not semen. I'm going to taste it and eat it and prove to you it's just bad. Wow. Oh, no, you were right. You were right. So, um, it's semen. It's firmy. The plant says, <laughs> yes, firmy, yes. The plant, which employs 2,200 people, said, as soon as we were made aware of this, we investigated. We sought the assistance of law enforcement because safety of our employees is our utmost concern. Law enforcement authorities determined it happened outside of production areas. Plus, we have a robust quality assurance system to ensure high quality and supervision of our products. So, hey, not Procter and Gamble semen. That's even happened off-site, all right? So everybody calm ah. down. Continue eating your lunches. You should be safe. Um, so, yeah. He cooperated with the police for uh, over two months. And there, and there is an agreement worked out. The details I can't get into yet. I can tell you that we are... That he, it was a confined incident. There's no danger to the public. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing right now by cooperating. Well, what? the other thing is, is so fuck like, if he cooperating tonight. I still want him to get the maximum amount of time for that. Boy. Well, here's what happened though. They 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 started uh, they started the FBI investigating him on the business side of crime, like money laundering type shit, and he admitted to the semen shit also. Like it was like wow. it, was, it was like well you, like they probably hit him with that. Well, look, we're gonna give you immunity for any other 
time. So you might, if you did anything else, you really want to admit it now. Because we want this deal won't stay forever. He's like, cool. I was waiting for this. <laughs> um, remember when I was telling you how like how y'all went to my house and y'all was searching and y'all found a bunch of needles full of semen? <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> um, this is what really happened. Some women like nuts in their yogurt, and I like to help. Them. Um, no, no, it's not crunchy though. Uh, I'm gonna say this one for uh, uh, um, police. Renaissance man forced daughter into hours long sword battle. Sword season is upon us. Scoffing, don't you do that to your baby. Yelm Washington, a 38 year old Thurston County man, is in jail accused of making his 16 year old daughter put an arm put on armor and sword fight with him for two hours. So if it had been just 30 minutes, that would have been okay? Yeah. Well, if it would have been two times within 15 minutes, he could have been brother and sister, yeah. which is a different type of sword fight. But you could have done that that's at the train station. That's against labor laws, anyway. Two hours and no break. I mean, come on. What is he yeah. thinking? Yeah. Uh, the Thurston County man, uh, Sheriff's Office said, Freeman C.A., or Shay, how do you pronounce that, was upset with his daughter who had run away from home. So, hey, this is how you get her back home. You beat her ass on the store for two hours. According to investigators, when Shay got the girl back to their home near Yelm, he first had one of his other daughters go into the yard and find branches to make switches from. Um, They say he repeatedly hit his daughter with a switch, but decided it was not punishment enough. At that point, he forced his his daughter to dress up in Renaissance armor, Shay gave the girl a shield and a wooden sword and allegedly forced her to fight him for two hours until she collapsed. See, this is what sword owners like to do. Crazy shit like this. Yeah. Like, this is what we're gonna do. This is the kind of shit we're gonna be reading yeah, about in 10 years. Too. It's already locked up in the baby's closet. Yeah. Um, Don't do that, Scott. Don't do that to your baby. Sheriff investigator said at that point, um, oh wait, detective said the girl was badly bruised, but eventually managed to send a text to one of her friends who called the cops he texted like, call the cops in a sword fight. <laughs> My dad's crazy. Oh, I'm passed out. Okay. When, when detectives arrived at the home, Shay told them that he he was a renaissance fighter. Like, that's his job. So what do you do for a living, sir? Renaissance fighter. Ah, that's, that's a hobby. Can I, can I see <laughs> your that's resume, my, sir? Let me see your fire. W-2. Yes. Let me see your W-2, uh, you sir. You get paid from by the carnival. Freeman Shay and his wife, Julie Shay, were both booked into Thurston County Jail on suspicion of second degree assault. Why the wife? How is she sitting? Watch that shit happen. Yeah, I mean, what is she supposed out? to do? <laughs> Motherfucker wielding sword. She, she, <laughs> if she would have called the police, they probably would have charged her. But for the fact that she didn't call, it was okay. All right, last story of the day. This is something that most women probably think about every day. And just be thank thank God every day that you wake up and this doesn't happen to you. Taiwanese woman finds out she has testicles. How does that happen? You know, a lot of women out here with balls these days. Yeah, like sometimes you meet a woman, you go to balls on this woman. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, to even come at me like that. Um, Sinchu Daily reported that a Taiwanese woman was shocked. When a gynecologist told her that she had testicles. Uh, oh, oh, so they did the, uh, oh, so they did the pap smear. It was like, oh, um, not only do you got a uterus, but you got balls. Um, the woman, 34, decided to consult a specialist after experiencing pain in her genital area. Oh. I mean, she didn't, she didn't see them hanging? No, oh, they probably was. It must have been inside. Yeah, I bet you. They but when she was fucking, like, she never felt like she was getting hit in the balls? 
that'd be the worst sex of all time. Ultrasound or something. I thought she was riding on the bike as a child. I can't see your other ovary. Oh, is that ball? Although it does make you wonder why God didn't decide the balls to be inside. Seems like they'd be safer there. You know, women don't understand, like, even sitting down for men is complicated. Right. You can't just smush down. Yeah. And the older you get, your balls start hanging and stuff. I don't want to deal with those problems. Yeah, but y'all don't think about us. You're too busy worried about the period. I know. <laughs> uh, it was her first time seeking treatment from a gynecologist, although she had never experienced menstruation in her life. Besides, oh, she's 34 years old and never had a cycle? I think. I think. Oh, isn't that something? You should get checked out. I think it's. I think she's always known she's a man. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't the coincidence. I want to see the picture of this um, guy. The, the checkup also showed that the woman did not have a uterus. Wait a oh. minute. Wait a minute. What are we? What are we defining woman by? <laughs> Can I just be a woman if I say it? Is that what we doing now? I'm a chick. I'm actually a lesbian. Oh no no no! My penis and balls don't mind those. That, that's just the way my body is, but my lifestyle is that of a woman. Yeah, this is not a penis. This, I don't yeah. even know what, what is this? Let's run some tips. No, my, <laughs> my problem is since you're 34 years old and you never had a cycle, nobody questioned this. I think she produces sperm and enjoys it. Yeah, she been having wet dreams all whole life. Sounds like she was just tucking, just untucking shit, I wonder does she even have ovaries. Easiest, you think that's going to be the easiest uh, transgender surgery ever? They just go in, untuck her balls, <laughs> right there, This see? is who you really are. This yes. isn't your penis, this is, this is not a clip, this is your penis. Yeah. We'll just circumcise your shit, you'll be fine. Um, it's like, I was wondering why my clip was six inches long. <laughs> why? And every time I saw a woman, my clip would get extra hard. I was like, this is crazy. Well, I always thought it was cool I could stand up. <laughs> when asked why she had not sought treatment or medical advice about her menstrual problems, the woman was lost for an answer. Because <laughs> it's really a man. Yeah. <laughs> this article? The woman what? was like, I don't know why I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, have what doctor was like amazed by this? Right. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like the doctor. Like, you know what it was? The doctor just had to treat it like it was a surprise. It's like, like, it's like sees a dick and all this pubic hair. He's like, oh my, balls. I'm amazed, ma'am. Did you know you're a man? Now get the fuck out of my office and stop wasting my goddamn time. What house go through to cure this? Like, <laughs> I mean, anytime you go to the gynecologist and they tell you turn your head and cough two times, you know that you got balls. Ah, don't don't yeah, not, they, they not don't, don't tell us to turn and cough. Yeah. Don't have to What's like the bra size on this woman? I, I need to know these things. Alright, so oh, wow. um, So alright. Thank you everybody that came through the chat room, of course. Um this has been another episode of the Black Out Tip. Follow us on Twitter, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again, that is a DAT. Rhyme over reason. Um also don't forget we do our live feedback show Saturday morning, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um and we do it on vocal. We'll take questions from vocal. Uh, we'll probably stay a little bit after this to see if there's any questions today. Yes. Um, check that out. Um, also, this this play this this show was sponsored by the audio play Down, starring me and Karen mm-hmm. and Joanna Moffitt and John Fouts and Candice, my most traveled broom. So uh, check that out. Of course, the link is shadow.productions.com slash do.html. Or just look for the link on our site, which I'll put up shortly after the show is done. Um, of course, also, when you go to the Black Island Tips, don't forget to vote in the poll. 
Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Uh, buy stuff at the store. Donate to the show so we can buy two new mics and change the way we record mm-hmm. uh, for the better and higher quality and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of stuff really goes a long way. And I really hope y'all uh, donate because I would like to make those changes, man, so we can do a live show all the time. Like, if you actually do this, we will be able to have live shows even when we're doing Skype, even when we have guests on that aren't in the studio, yes, all our shows, all one hundred percent of the time, every yes. show will be live. That's the goal, you know. And the other thing is, Rod been saying this for years. He do this shit for y'all. Yeah, I he do been, this for my culture. You know what I'm saying? He been saying that since the beginning. So I appreciate it, man. All y'all that do that, donating and stuff, and uh, please continue to. And uh, like I said, Facebook, iTunes, leave us five star reviews. Regardless of content, we will read it as long as it's five stars. Yep. yep. Read it on Saturday mornings. Email the show theblackoutsets at gmail.com. The number for the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Call us on Saturday morning if you want to do that. Um, and uh, I think that's it for for now. So until next time, love you. Love you too. Mwah. I want you all to go to your window. Go to your windows and yell out. Scream with all the light that you can muster up inside your bruised, assaulted, and battered bodies. I am sick and tired of being a nigga. I don't want to be another nigga. Tell the government, I don't want to be another nigga. Tell them white folk, I don't want to be another nigga. Tell them black folk, I don't want to be another nigga Tell the world, I don't want to be another nigga Waiting with my hands out Broke in the hood, they give a damn bout Bragging to my homie about the hoes I fuck Dragging bottles after bottles cause I smoke too much I never had a job that would pay me well I took what I could cause they gave me hell Spend what I stole on some clothes and kicks My ex-girl say I want a mount of shit But she suck and fuck when my car roll up Try to fuck her sister but she talk too much Her mama shake her head whenever I come round Whatever high I had when I saw her might come down I barely go to church but I say I will I bow my head right before I eat my meal The world's fucked up and they claiming I'm to blame It's a damn shame cause I don't wanna be another nigga Tell the government I don't wanna be another nigga Tell them white folk I don't wanna be another nigga Tell them black folk, I don't want to be another nigga Tell the world, I don't want to be another nigga Waiting on the play to come through Chilling with my homeboys, plotting on you Watching movies, how to come up quick Recruiting young niggas, I can come up with Barely read books, but they down to shoot Live life, breaking rules, they got something to prove Parents ain't around, they got nothing to lose Wave the tool on a fool for some brand new shoes Little child running wild in the streets Wanna be a G, so he look up to me Try to hit the block and make a name Claim he caught a body, now we got it And he feeling all the same Till the family of the victim come knocking Bailing through the corners of the ghetto till they shot him You still dying and they claiming I'm the blame It's a damn shame, cause I don't wanna be another nigga Tell the government, I don't wanna be another nigga Tell them white folk, I don't wanna be another nigga